Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington, and I'm joined by a regular co-host, Mr. Andy Conduit-Turner. Hello, Ben. And indeed, hello, everyone. It's been a hot minute. Actually, not a hot minute. Much more recently than we usually record. Say hello. It's been a scolding hot minute. Um, And today we are joined by a very, very special guest. Ash Millman is a professional horror nerd presenter, writer, video producer at PlayStation Access, and voice actor on the No Sleep podcast. Welcome to the show, Ash. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here Hello. and hang out with horror. <laughs> yes. The best ever hangout you can have, right? Why do we never say that? We never That's say that. Free. That one's That's free, great. don't worry. That's fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to write that one down. How, how the devil are you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm very excited to talk about our film. Uh, but yeah. yeah, otherwise, just good, feeling spooky. I know it's like March or April or whatever. I don't even know what time it is. It's all gone. It's merged into one, but I'm, I'm still Halloween's feeling right spooky. right around the corner. It's coming up, right? Yeah. It'll be, here, it'll be here before you know it. Would you say that spooky is a state of mind? Yes, I think it is a, a lifestyle. Mm. It's, a, it's a choice, you know? You've got to live your true spooky self. Yeah. 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 I get it. I get it. I appreciate it. I respect it. Uh, so, yeah, great choice of movie today. A first time watch for me and a first time watch for you as well, Andy, right? Right. Was right. I watched it just today. So it's fresh, fresh so in my fresh, mind. fresh, resonating in your ears and eyeballs. I'll give you an uh, update as to whether I have any nightmares about horrid little boys spilling milk in my house tonight. <laughs> just the regular. Just the regular. bashed about in the bathroom. Ever such tile damage. I've come to it. Tile damage. Uh, Ash, what is your relationship with this film? Why did you choose? I can't. Did I give you an option of a few films and you chose this one from it? Or did you suggest it? Because I can't remember. I apologize. You gave me an option and I selected this one. But my relationship with That's this fair. film That's is fair. I've seen it before. Uh, I just, I really like it. I think it's super duper scary. I think it's one of the scariest films I've seen in recent years. Like for me, it's up there with with Host as as my like top actual frightening films. Oh, wow. Um, okay. 
Yeah, and I remember watching it as kind of like a hidden gem like a couple of years ago uh, with the old Shudder subscription and thinking, oh my God, like why is nobody like screaming about this? Um, and then it did get a bit, it got, it had its like online hype, but I feel like it's faded away a bit now. So we need to bring it back. And also watching yeah. it just to jump right in before we actually get to the proper talking. Uh, one of the scenes was so like referenced in Smile as well. I and was, I was saying like, to Ben, just you before said we the same started, thing. I was like, yeah. Smile. It's got a lot to answer for. Exactly, which was just a really nice little like, ah, yes, the smile, the smile people, they know, they know, they've done it. <laughs> what they've done there is they've used a great directorial technique known as copying to, yeah. <laughs> to lift what's a really good scene from this movie. <laughs> There's so many good scenes in this movie, though, like so many different types of scare. I feel like that's what sometimes if you're watching a movie and the scares are kind of like the same sort of scares, it can become a tad predictable perhaps even a bit like exhausting in a way. But the fact that all of the scares are so different from each other, it really does keep you on your on your tippy toes. Oh, yes. I mean, tippy toes indeed. Ash, you've called it out. How much value are we getting from those Shudder subscriptions recently? I feel like they're on, dare I say, a golden age that'll never end. They're coming out with all the good stuff. But one of the cheaper subscriptions that we get as well. It's crazy. Like, I love Shudder. I love everything about Shudder. Like, I would be a walking... Like, you know that guy who gets, like, tattoos on his forehead, like, sells space on his face? Like, I would do that yeah. for Shudder. I would I would put the tattoo <laughs> on my face of Shudder um, for, for them. For free? Not even for a paid for domain free. slot. For free. Just yeah, cover your subscription. That would oh, be all right. Yeah, that would be it. Uh, That's yeah. fine. Don't devalue yourself. <laughs> Take something. <laughs> I'd do the same, but I'd go for, like, a, a tramp stamp. Just oh, that would be old, nice. Just about the old whale tail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, so but you know where we are, Shudder. Get in touch. Contact details are in the show notes. Come on. Yeah. Well, I think that's where yeah, I, get... I originally saw. I'd heard, I'd heard of Terrified. I'd seen the poster. I'd like heard a, heard a few whispers on the wind about it. Um, but I didn't actually see any of it until I was watching the, top, the 101 scariest movie moments on Shudder. And then that turned up and I was like, Oh my god, that's like little little fella. What's his name? Not sure what his name is. Old milk waster. Uh, <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> that's little dude. Waster. Serves milk. him right if I'm honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, wow. But to be fair, watching the 101 scariest movie moments, despite the fact that I'd seen quite a lot of them, I a whole new watch list kind of came from that as well, including this one. Um. Yeah. So this was this was pretty special. Oh, I'm glad that there's like choice. features like that to kind of highlight highlight everything. And should are doing one uh, again, just on the face, on the cheek, on the collarbone, all the prime <laughs> zones. I would put it. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that that we're getting a chance to chat about it because I feel like this kind of came out. God, I'm trying to remember like what I was doing at that point in time. I was either not born yet I don't know I think it was when I was at what culture and I I kind of I think maybe it made into a few lists I didn't get to have a big chat about it anyway so I'm excited to do that especially yeah, since good. you guys have watched it so recently as well yeah, yeah looking forward definitely. to this one and it's a nice a nice pick because you know we cover the best and worst of horror and sometimes I love the the worst ones as well but it's nice to get something which is genuinely I think really effective and really good I don't think we cover enough of the worst ones, Andy. I'll be totally honest with you. I feel like I want more utter trash to not enjoy. But, All right, uh... you've said it, Ben. I mean, I, I have got us spoilers for next month if you haven't released it, but we are doing Moon Trap next month, which isn't bad, but oh. some people might argue. And we did Deadly Friend a few weeks ago. 
Oh yeah. Oh my I miss, goodness. I missed that one now. I did watch the oh, film. Of course, you missed Deadly Friend, BB's Finest Hour. BB's Finest Hour. It was a sorry, go on, Ash. I was gonna say, have you done Troll 2 yet? That's the best no. one. <laughs> no. That's we've very done, best. we've done some pretty bad. I've said one of the, we put the worst ones we've done. Um maybe Alone in the Dark. The older oh, oh. Christian one. Yeah. Anything. Oh, I just feel bad for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel bad I for it. What's his good. name? Uwe Boll? Is that his name? Don't feel bad for him. Oh, you can't I just slay... wish it was good. You can't slay it in public, though, because he, the director will call you out for a boxing match because that actually happened, didn't it? It's happened. Well, the fight I'd take it. it. Take ben it. has long-standing beef with the, <laughs> with the director of Doom Annihilation. Long-standing beef. <laughs> I'm standing <laughs> people that I immediately backed out of because I was like, I don't want any of this, any of this fire coming from this guy. For those think, that oh my god, you caught the... some heat. Oh yeah. For, for, heat, yeah. for anyone who wasn't there for the discourse, Ben gave a fairly he gave a, it was a, a negative review, but it wasn't like everyone who did this should be ashamed. It was like a it wasn't really for me. There were only really three types of demons, and the director like messaged him as um four types of demons actually, Ben. So <laughs> How hard what do you want to do that? Are actually Ben, or are you blind? Are you blind. And I went. Oh, fucking yeah. tension, right? But oh, I love that energy. That would be me if I directed a film. I'd be like, "Excuse me, like there is another <laughs> demon. If you're gonna review, yeah. review it right." Yeah. Yeah. Roy, you and Ken the same character to it, you, Ben? Are they the same? Are you? I think you'll find the differences at, numerous. He came at me for that, but he didn't come at me for saying the film looked like it had been shot in a laser quest. Which it did look like it had been shot in a laser quest. All tight little corridors. To that, it to was me, like, it sounds cop, like you honest. deserve this. Yeah, you sounds like you deserve this. I'm on his side. <laughs> Ten-year-olds coming around the corner. Whoa! Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, oh, what, yeah, I didn't tag him, no. I just wrote the name of the film in my tweet. If I tagged a director, I'm calling him out. So I shouldn't have, didn't deserve the heat. Yeah, he was yeah, doing a Ricky Gervais, and he was, like, Googling his name, looking it up, saying, right. <laughs> What a he's dick got, he's, he's, he's got business with me, but yeah, Ben's Ben's amended it. His his star is rating on his letterbox now is a glowing five stars. Oh yeah, that's not the first time I've. It has happened a few times, but it's, I think it's because I just yeah, I'll just not make my reviews public anymore. Just hide away, hide my true self. <laughs> it's not uh, it's not used to it being. Being male on the internet, it's not often that people call you out for for your opinion. I got similar grief for liking the Resident Evil series on Netflix, and was like, "You fucking what, Andy? You think that's good, do you? <laughs> you think well, that's good, do you? Do you like gruel? <laughs> is that what you like? You like gruel, <laughs> do you? Because that's what that is. Rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I did like it. So in your face, that guy. Um, I love Gruel and I love Resident Evil as well. The whole the whole film series I thought was 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 well. I haven't seen the last one because I was told oh. it wasn't as good as the rest. So I just love it like wasn't beefy campy. As good as... Sorry. <laughs> I really yeah. liked them. I thought is they were the... just like the energy of the Resident Evil spot mm. on. Is the last one Ben? You you're so by memory here. Is the last one where? Captain Friendzone, well, Sir Friendzone from Game of Thrones has got Sherlock Holmes fight powers. Is that the one? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. He's yeah. got predictive fight powers. So like yeah. he's he sees all of the potential moves that um Alice is gonna throw. Like he sees she goes to do an uppercut, she goes to do like a little leg sweep. He sees it all happening before it happens, and then he just jabs her in the neck, and then she's like, 
how did you do that? And he goes, I'm Sherlock Holmes now. I'm Sherlock Holmes now, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You've got to watch it now. You've got to, you've got to complete it. You're one away. Discombobulate. Yeah. I went to I'm see. I'm so ready. I went to see the last, the, the last chapter, the final chapter, um, at the cinema, I believe, and I remember. Yeah, I think it had like a a billion cuts in it. Like the editor just was just like going, "Shit, this <laughs> this fight scene needs. We need to see it from every angle possible because otherwise, people wouldn't know what's going on." I'm just going to edit. We're covering. We, we can't bring up Resident Evil, the film series, without the biggest positive that you can take away from that. And I've said it every time, Ben. Paul W.S. Anderson, he loves his wife so much. He thinks she's He's such a best. wife guy. <laughs> yeah. He loves his wife. Oh, she's yeah. You've got all that sort of advocacy made their relationship go from strength to strength. They've got a long future ahead of them. Quickly Google to make sure they're many... still together. <laughs> <laughs> many more Resident Evil films they can make. Indeed, we did but... do we did do a Resident Evil franchise ranking episode, oh. Andy, didn't we? So uh you know, if anyone listening wants to know our, our thoughts on the on the franchise as a whole, then please go and find <laughs> go and track that we've, down. We've, we've done the, we've done we've done the difficult work of finding the precise order of roughly two two and a half star movies and going yeah. Hmm, how's mm, the order of these exactly. work? But I do love them. I will stand by the fact that the first one with better lighting is Aliens. Um, but. All that aside, you've mentioned Resident Evil, Ben. It would be criminal not to segue into the fact that at time of recording, tomorrow, Resident Evil well, 4, don't think about it being out in 2005 originally. That was only a few years ago. Um, it's out tomorrow. Are we all excited? So it's a great segue into Resident Evil because, of course, Ash, spooky Ash, as we've, in terms of your credentials, you've already mentioned What Culture Horror, which I was going to mention, and now PlayStation Access. Um, where your finger's always been on the pulse for horror movies, horror games, just an advocate of horror in general, it seems. And I know from watching loads of PlayStation Access content all the time that you've played Resident Evil 4. Um, have you played it loads? You've played it the, enough. The and new tomorrow- one? The new one. The brand yeah. new one. I have. I haven't played it loads. I've played it uh, a healthy amount, which is every night until <laughs> midnight since that we got the code in. Um, no, I've I, I've been playing it. I haven't actually, I'm going to be honest, I haven't actually finished it yet. I'm very close. Um, I've been trying to do it properly and seriously so that I see yeah. everything and get all the treasures and do all the things. So it's taken me a big, long time. It's, qu- it's quite a chunky game, which I was very impressed with. Uh, but it's amazing. It's so good. I, I like, I've spent so much time in the photo mode just taking pictures of little creeps everywhere I go like the regenerator doors and all the little the man with the things you know I don't want to say any names just in case it's like different to to the original and then spoils well, it but the regenerator doors are from the original so I could say that by the time this episode's out um it'd be probably the game would have been out for like a few days anyway so oh there we if go it, yes if people haven't completed it by then then what are they playing yeah it's too late sorry <laughs> Very, very excited. Um, enjoyed the demo, had a had a yes. good time with the demo, but kind of like stopped myself after maybe like the fourth playthrough because I'm like, I don't want to overdo it, you know. I want I still want that village section to be effective. Um, yeah, Ben, that yeah. feels to me like that is a demo that you play multiple times has its certain nostalgia to it. Now, like Metal Gear Solid Tanker demo played that to death. It's why I bought Zone of the Enders all those years ago. 
like play like having a demo that you really resonate with and it's like yeah i'm going to play this to pieces it's nice to get the options i know with village and resi 7 the demo we got for was like uh you may only play for a half hour window when the moon is full and oh, yeah. you've definitely already got other plans um oh, yeah i kind of so, like that. i, I I, I feel mean, like you're in an exclusive club when you're playing a game uh, like that. I mean, I, I totally get it from a marketing point of view, get everyone tweeting about it at the same time. But for me, man with logistics to have to worry about, pain in my ass. Man but, with life over here. Man yeah. with uh, commitments. Man yeah. with life. Dogs pain need walking. Sorry, sorry, dogs. I'm afraid I'm afraid <laughs> entropy for you, because Capcom's have only given me a 45 minute window. <laughs> <laughs> They'll understand. <laughs> They'll understand. They'll Dogs are big desperate. fans of the Resident Evil series, you know? They love I mean, windows what, what, and all that stuff. What yeah. if there'd been like, you know, a you know, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type character promising his kid that he'll come to his like karate demonstration and he'd be like, Oh, I can't. Sorry, Capcom said this is the only window I've got to play this demo. So I applaud this window that they've uh I've seen you doing your karate before. It. It's always the same, same moves. <laughs> <laughs> come on. <laughs> Learn a different shop. Learn a different shop for God's sake. Uh, yeah, so that that is that is super exciting. Um, I won't we won't try and push you more for any details. You know we don't want it spoiled either. You know. Um, the, the details am... are that is that it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really spooky. The scares are great. Like play it is my review for you. And Leon's Leon's hair is shinier than ever. Oh, it's sexy. It's a sexy fringe. Like it's so very I feel good. Like it smells great. It smells like coconut. It's silken to the touch. He, he strikes is. me as a man that uses a, a Timote. You'll, uh, you'll get like a real premium conditioner on that. Leave in overnight. As, as long as we've got all the Leon one-liners throughout, which I feel like after playing the demo, I feel like they're still going to be there, aren't they? So, oh, there because is that the was the thing. That I guffawed at. Oh, okay. Because going back to the movies, sorry, going back to the Welcome to Raccoon City movie, for example, I feel like they did Leon dirty in that film. Um, he was just a bit of a um, sure he's a rookie and we all get that from the second game however he was just a bit of a butt of the joke in that film and that was probably yeah. what the angriest I was the worst. even as a rookie you should have <laughs> passed some fairly basic training which end of the gun do I hold <laughs> <laughs> no Leon that's oh. the handle is it wah wah <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh, okay Shall we do a little bit of horror news for the week? A couple of couple of news stories that I've seen. There's a trailer for a movie called The Black Demon. Don't know if anybody Ooh. has seen the trailer for this movie. It's about, it's not even about a demon. It's about a megalodon shark. A bloody massive Didn't see that megalodon coming. Already a twist. shark. Okay, so I watched the trailer. I'm a bit of a, a trailer avoider. However, I was like, I want to watch it to make sure it looks legit and not just like some cheap crap. But it, lo it looks legit, okay? There's a shark, a megalodon, and it sort of takes place on in and around a oil rig. So I don't know whether the black demon bit is because oh, oh, is that is that a metaphor for oil? He's, he's going to be oil. so oily. He's going to be an oily megalodon, megalodoil. He's all, all slippery. Did you just say megalodoil? I did. <laughs> he's so slippery. I'm not going to get hold of him. <laughs> Be like, oh, don't worry, we'll be safe in the tight corridors of this uh, of this oil rig. Oh no, he's been no. greased up. 
He's greased up the wazoo. He can get everywhere. He's like, he's oh. like bloody tombs. He can get in through tiny little crevices. He's coming in like that. He's coming in. Oh, my God. He's going to get you. Um, so it looks like a sci-fi creature feature type thing, but it looks like it's got a budget because it does look good. The effects look great. Um, action set pieces. Is he really greasy? Like, is that in the trailer? Is he is he greased? Well, is this really a joke tell. or is he I, greased? I feel like <laughs> is this a joke or is he greased? <laughs> I feel like I can't really tell because he's it, all the shots of the shark are quite murky. So I feel like if it's taking place on an oil rig, and as far as I could tell, there is a bit of an oil spill going on. He's gonna be oily, and maybe he's angry because of that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my God. But it's a it's a classic like. He's not hunting us. He just wants to punish us. That that's sort of thing. A shark. A shark oh, with a vendetta. A metaphorical vendetta. A shark I'm with reading, a vendetta. Yeah. I'm reading the synopsis now. I already like the surely, profession. Surely, before we go into the synopsis, though, I'm going to try and call it slightly. Surely, they're an oil rig, and they dig too deep and release the megalodon because megalodons are like on a normal one. So they dig too yeah. deep into the crevasse, release the megalodon. The megalodon's warm in the oil. That's how it can get up from the deep crevasse and make it to the cold waters of the surface, and then starts messing stuff up. And then they kill it, and that's the story. I don't even need yeah. to read the synopsis because that is just going to outdo whatever well, the synopsis the, is. The synopsis, synopsis is really massive. Think, it's like a paragraph long. Yeah, I think the synopsis <laughs> might be a first draft, but I can tell you that the main character is a name is is goes by the name of Paul Sturges, and he's an oil man. So it's like Paul's, a sturgeon. Yeah, like a type fish of fish. Names. <laughs> and he not only on his way to inspect this oil rig. You'll never guess what he's done, everybody. He's taken his family to mix the oil rig inspection oh. with a holiday. Oh, God, a, he's a oh real... Oh, my God, I just a... remembered. There's a dog in it as well. There's a chihuahua. Are they remaking Deep Blue Sea, like, but with a dog instead of a parrot and trying to get all these people involved? I don't want to know about it, if, unless yeah, it is Deep like, Blue Sea come on. 3. Cool Four. James or nothing. Lewis. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I better have a theme tune sung uh, by one of the stars of the film, like LL Cool J did with deepest bluest brackets yep. head is like a shark's fin oh my god that was such what a an absolute banger that is feet. that is going on first thing on the playlist first yeah. thing yes. on the playlist oh that um, and will that... smith fair on my street just that's the playlist building oh yeah hell yeah uh, Andy, do you have anything else in terms of what the uh, what was on the synopsis? Was that kind of it? No, that's the main the trailer... step. Without reading that massive paragraph, then uh, that's fine. Uh, so he goes on read it out. The paragraph. It's like a Mexican legend, apparently, this black black demon. Um, and like this dude turns up at like a town, a small town, and like it's a ghost town, essentially. Everyone's gone. He slurped them all off into the sea. All the people, know, I imagine. That. And... The offshore platform has awoken El El Demon El Demon. I can't even say it. El Demonio. How would you say that? El Demonio. That's what they call it's it. It's like demon, surely. Demonio. The demon. Um, El Demonio. It has laid claim to local waters, aggressively protect protecting Mother Nature against human threats. It kills it's an everything. Eco film, yeah. It's a bloody eco film. This works on so many days. I imagine what the the black demon will have done. Why the town is a ghost town is maybe you know there's a like a slope down to the water, and he's used his oil powers to make all of the slight inclines all slick. 
And as people have gone out to collect their milk and such, they've just slid down the jetty into the water. Into his open mouth. Yeah, into his open mouth. Yeah, it's the oh, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, he was really actually just after their milk, but the people fell in as well. Yeah. That was an added bonus. Yeah. Thank God for that. Um, I, do you know what? I think it looks pretty good. And I think a shark movie, I always like a shark movie. I feel like of all the creature features, a shark movie is always one that I'm more likely to check out than any others. Um, sand sharks, that was a thing, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, ghost sharks. There's the one, the, the Ouija shark. board. Ghost sharks? Yeah, there's three-headed shark attack with um, oh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's daughter. There have been other versions of that with sharks with more heads by this time. There's House Shark, where it comes up in a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great trailer, by the way. If you haven't seen House Shark, just watch the trailer. <laughs> Staple of the sci-fi channels. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it like an Amityville to- toilet film recently? I think I saw a poster for There's Amityville everything, Ben. If you can put a noun after Amityville, it exists. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate it for that. Um, okay, that that's... That's the Black Demon. Check out the trailer if you like the sound of that. Um, what else have we got? Planet of the Dead. Zack Snyder updates on Army of the Dead sequel. So apparently there is going to be a spin-off to the... Well, not a, a direct sequel. There already was a spin-off, wasn't there, where they didn't even have any zombies in it. It was like, like cracking a safe. It's about him cracking um, a safe and doing a crime, right? He, cracking a safe and doing a crime, yeah. So he's making that film Rebel Moon, which is coming out in December, I believe. But as, uh, he's actually said, as far as the army universe goes, he's calling, he's got one, no, actually two films in it. He's calling it an army universe. <laughs> it's still alive and well in my mind. I know exactly what I would do. It really depends on how we try and figure it out going forward. So, but the title Planet of the Dead is in. How do you feel about that? Ooh, that feels like a little, it feels, oh, I don't know. With his army of the dead and Planet of the Dead, it's like, it's treading those George Mar- Romero lines, isn't it? It's like, mm-hmm. you're trying to, you're trying to, fit it in there aren't you Snyder yeah. uh, but I do think he's at his best when he's doing zombie films like the 2004 Dawn of the Dead remake oh, is oh, genuinely yes. really good yeah oh, amazing yes. so like I, I I am excited to see what else he does in the series I liked Army of the Dead I didn't think it was like like amazing like blow my mind but I really enjoyed it and the zombie mm. tiger I thought was great um, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it had some sequences in it, so I think Planet of the the Dead will be a nice a nice little treat. It's quite a jump from the zombies are in Vegas to guess what the zombies are just the old planet now. It's yeah, the they seem like they had it pretty planet. well locked down. Oh, but then he yeah. gets out of that plane, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah of course. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I I think I agree with you, Ash. I think. Zack Snyder zombie films are are great. Dawn of the Dead is genuinely one of my favourite zombie films. It's like the most visceral zombie film ever. I think it celebrated an anniversary as well recently, didn't it? And I think every as the years go by, people seem to love it more and more, which I, I approve of. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Is we'll that see what intro? It just slaps. The intro yeah. slaps so hard. Oh, it's the so opening good. is really good. I love the little musical interlude in the middle when it's you know just life in the um life in the morgue with old Richard Cheese over it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Richard Cheese down with the sickness. Yeah, it's great. And uh oh, one of the most effective moments. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna start gushing about Dawn of the Dead now. When the guy with in the gun store who's been communicating with Ving Rames with the whiteboard the whole time 
when he gets bitten and he comes back and just smears blood all over the whiteboard and holds it up. Oh, yeah. it's great. so good. It's great. That, the it... reason that they all get absolutely just messed up is is from the one going back for a dog as well. It's like it's it's real. It's believable. I would do the same for my cat. Yeah, That's I'd really go back for go back for animals more than I would for some of those people. Yeah. Great. Oh, just I, put your I, hand up if you've been bitten. Just don't yeah. hide your girlfriend in a in a baby shop till she turns to a zombie. Just speak <laughs> up. Speak up. Yeah. Get shot. It's fine. <laughs> see, see it. Say it. Sorted. Come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the um. I always forget that that the the dad from Modern Family's in it as well, and he's yeah. just yeah. an absolute sleazy freak. So like, I'll, yeah. I used to love Modern Family, and then went and rewatched this, and I was like, oh goodness gracious, this is this isn't the dad from Modern Family. <laughs> this is a completely horrible man. <laughs> makes it even like it makes so so shocking when you see someone that's like it's the same as like growing up loving Jurassic Park and. And then a few years later, you see Event Horizon. It's like, oh no, Doctor Grant, please, no, put your eyes happened? back in. <laughs> he makes a terrifying zombie as well. That guy from Modern Family, like when he, he gets does. bitten, yeah. and then, yeah, scary guy. The um, man can do everything: raise a family, be a sleaze, be a zombie. <laughs> That's the trifecta of acting. Yeah, if you can do those three things, you're basically Denzel Washington. Yeah, <laughs> big bad Denzel. Um, I did have another news story, but I seem to have, have bloody closed the tab, and I. Uh, but I've just seen something that says there's going to be a Thai horror comedy called Night of the Killer Bears. Now the reason I looked at it is because it says it's Ted meets Terrifier, which is just... Tedifier. Tedifier. <laughs> oh I need to God. get you in, like. Why is why is not every Hollywood um, marketing agency just got you on speed dial? You've come out with a few already this evening. Oh, this isn't the Tedifier, it's just my dog kicking off. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the Tedifier! Ah! Oh god! Um, so apparently, five teenage friends living in the city of Bangkok go on a vacation together, staying at a quiet resort isolated from the city. But things take a dark turn when it's revealed each of them have hidden secrets. Of course they do. And unbeknownst to a group, there is someone observing them. What's it say? It's a bear. That's pretty much, that's pretty much all it says. <laughs> but the poster... Oh, my God. I didn't even realise there was a poster. The poster... I can't, can't see. It's too shiny. Oh, I can't see a, it. There's a teddy bear. You can, you can kind of see yeah. it. There's a teddy bear yeah. with a bloody machete. <laughs> it looks like it's got... It looks like Ted, but with, like, hollowed out evil eyes. Night of the Killer Bears. Well, I, I like that this is happening and the name as well like i don't have anything else to add i like it i'm glad it's yeah, happening 100 good i'm on going to stake your claim in that one ash get on your letterbox and then add it to what you know, just put a review in now that says aka tedifier copyright me this yeah. date <laughs> i will do that i will do that and if it doesn't get a thousand likes a million likes <laughs> three million likes i will and this film is doing my account yeah <laughs> It's a tight film as well, so I feel like even if it sounds bad, you watch it and go, I'm just indulging in a bit of world cinema, all right? Yeah. Take me seriously. Come on. Bit of class. Um, yeah, a bit of class, exactly. Okay, that's all I've got for news. The next section is what we've been watching. So I guess we usually discuss what we've been watching in the last seven days or so, but because you're on the show for the first time, Ash, it could be anything you've watched recently that you thought... Your entire life. Any level of shatter. Give us your entire horror history up to this exact moment, please. 
oh goodness, let me get my letterbox to count up. Um, I <laughs> recently, all I've been doing is playing Resident Evil 4, I'll be honest. So I haven't watched as much as usual. I've also been playing Dredge, which is a, a gorgeous little cosmic horror fishing simulator, which I know isn't a film, but I oh. just want to say it's all right, you're allowed. Is that all right? Can I say it? Oh yeah, dredge. It's uh, it's really good. It's it's a literally like a Lovecraftian fishing sim. So your job is to go out and do loads of fishing, but you pull up like really weird, freaky fish uh, as you're going round. And there's this whole like interlocking narrative with finding relics and there's kind of like cultists on different islands. Like Ooh. it's super occult and weird, but never overstates the horror. Like it could just be a normal, lovely fishing mm. game if you want to play it that way um, with some weird stuff in it, but oh, it's just so expertly done. I love it so much. This sounds, this sounds right up my alley. I think the only way yeah. this could sound better is if I could play it with like the Dreamcast fishing rod from the oh, good old oh. days. Play it with the Dreamcast wish. fishing rod, possibly get it modded so I can play as big the cat. Who knows? <laughs> Oh my god, I'd love it on one of those, you know, the remember the super bass like games that had yes. the, the, the spinner oh, on the yeah. side, just a little handheld a, one. Such a good little peripheral. I used to sit genuinely one of the happiest summers of my youth was my parents had gone away on holiday. Being a surly teenager, I had not gone. So my friends just walking around. One of my friends had Sega Bass Fishing with the rod on the Dreamcast. And we put we got a fishing hat and a bean bag that we put in the middle of the living room. We take it in turns. <laughs> To sit there, we got a bucket of beers by the side, and we take it in turns to sit there, cast out a Wait, few. You got how old were you? You got a bucket. Oh, we were of like, beer. we were like seventeen, something like that. It wasn't like Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, would have been like seventeen, and we were sat there, beanbag in the middle of the living room. You've seen my complexion, man. I'm not an outdoorsy kid, so you know, sit inside, do some indoor fishing, the best kind. Ain't gonna touch any gross worms. Ain't gonna get a hook stuck in my thumb. What a time! Again, eco-friendly, eco-friendly. Yeah. He's not having fish. He's like the black demon himself. That's really. It sounds great. That's what they call him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like someone going, Andy, come down a park to drink some white lightning and shout at passers-by. You know, like, I'm playing bass fishing, mate. What's wrong with you? <laughs> we can I've do this all bag. day. We can do this all day. Like, no, we, it was carnage. Like about a dozen of us would just live at my parents otherwise empty house for a fortnight every summer from when i was like 15 it was great times wasn't always fishing wasn't always saying about fishing we had one one year really into cars played gran turismo 2 tuned those cars up real collaborative right should we mess with the talk on that we don't know what we're doing oh that's wholesome that's very wholesome that sounds great yeah dredge does sound good it's really really good Anything else recent worth mentioning? Last of Us TV show. Oh, yes. That That's was amazing. good. Fun. Oh, yeah. That was good. Oh, fun. Yeah. That um, was also good. I'm glad that it like followed the game so close to invite people into oh, that yeah. story. I am most gassed about season two. Like that is my favorite part of, of the games is part two uh, and the stories they, they go into in that. So I'm so excited to see what the TV show does with it. Looking forward to the. Have they done many casting announcements? Has Abby been cast for that yet? Or are they searching for them now? I don't think there's been an announcement. Anytime think... there's any woman who appears to have serious guns, they... yeah. <laughs> there's so many comments like, cast her as Abby now. Get her <laughs> <laughs> this second. Get her in. <laughs> Get her in. 
I'm here. I'm going to it. apply for it with my massive gun. Hold on, let's see. Yeah. <sighs> I reckon that could wield. Oh, that. Yeah, get her in. Whoa! That could wield. She's a so strong. And smash somebody, somebody's head. Yeah. To death. A small insect would be pressed by that arm. <laughs> Crushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do. We're going to do a, a Last of Us TV show bonus episode. Oh, uh, very, okay. Very, very soon, aren't we, Andy? Um, but yeah, I loved how, how closely it followed the game, and I just watched the like little making of featurette that they put out as well. Mm. Um, so it's like amazing to see all the care and attention that went into like every every detail of it. And you know, a lot of people would say, yeah. oh, if if it's too close to the games, like that's not on, is it? But that just proves how well written these games are. That it just translates to TV. It goes to show way. how much effort they're putting into writing narrative in games now. Gone are the days of, I'll tell you what, your girlfriend's been kidnapped and you've been turned into an ape. Jog on. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the, literal, the literal plot of Toki. It's like a 1994 four game on the Mega Drive. Wow, that was such a, a deep, deep cut. cut. I was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. was like, Altered Beast, maybe? I don't know. That was a rise deep cut, from man. your grave. Yeah. The rise story of that one is that you've been in your grave. Someone's asked you to rise from it. Sort out that that Nosferatu looking chap. That used to be my text message tone. Rise from your grave. Yes, I love that. Me and my me and uh, my dad used to say it to each other all all the time. And um, welcome to your tomb. Yeah, that's another good one. Terrifying. Welcome Uncle to your tomb. I, I said that to my my friend. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? No, no, go on. Okay. I was gonna say I ended up saying this to my friend. We went down. To, we went to Krakow and went down into the salt mines. And um, she is quite claustrophobic, and she was like having a bit of a freak out. She was like, "Oh my god, we're in salt mines!" And I was like, "Welcome to your tomb." And it's the one thing she ripped like vividly is me just like. <laughs> she stopped panicking though because she was loads so, of like, lightning ah. came out of your hands. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that's an awful thing to say to someone panicking, and I was like, "Are you panicking yeah. now?" No, you're thinking about altered beats. <laughs> so, hey, come on now. Just a joke. They legally wouldn't be able to bury you here. They'd have to move your body. Yeah. They well, the thing is, they say when you go in, they're like, just make sure you shut the door behind you before we open the one in front, because if not, you will run out of oxygen and suffocate. Like they say it really matter of fact, like about oh the way this is supposed to work. And they're like, people will be coming in after you. So just make sure that the doors don't open at the same time or all the oxygen will leave and we'll all die. Uh so yeah, let's go and look at the the chapel underground, shall we? Oh, like I don't want to go. Krakow's a very cool are... city as well. What a trip. But you had a good trip. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a good one. It was like our first little friend holiday, but there was like seven of us and one toilet, which was not good. Bad times. Real awesome. life horrors. Real mm. life horrors. That's a yeah. horror in itself. Um, Andy, have you got anything that you'd like to mention? Just the one, Ben. Little time to watch much since we only recorded a couple of days ago, but I have returned to do some horror comic reading in anticipation of a new arrival. There is a writer slash artist, a UK guy by the name of Jay Gunn. Um, PlayStation fans will also know him as one of the primary artists behind Medieval, um, Sir Daniel Fortescue and co. Um, he has a independent horror book uh, many years ago now. It is called Surface Tension. Um, if you like The Last of Us, I think you'll enjoy it. So it speaks to a pandemic that sweep, swept across the world at some point where everyone got right poorly and then obsessively 
from wherever distance away they lived, all were compelled to walk off into the sea and everyone disappeared and like the human population has been massively reduced. This is all before it begins. It begins where someone who was one of those people turns up on this island where there are a few people still living their lives and trying to get back to normal years after this event has happened. One of the people that went missing returns. It's got some great body horror in it. It's got some really bizarro horror stuff in there. And I turned back to reading Jay's book because he has a new one that has just come out, which the good people at Amazon tell me should be arriving tomorrow. His new book called The Demon in the Smoke is available right now. And it is about, uh, it's the 1980s. It's like a really um, socially deprived and like polarized coal mining town. And it's about a little girl that goes and she finds like a, what's effectively looks like a dragon egg in there and the, and the monster hatches from it. It looks really good. I've met Jay at a few events and he's been working on this for years. I'm super excited to read it. So that's why I went back to Surface Tension and it's still really good. You can pick it up from anywhere you can buy comics. It's very, it's very, very recommended from me. I so, yeah, am so, both thrilled by the idea of Surface Tension. I'm going to go and look that up now. Um, well, not now, after this. But it sounds like the the Returned as well, the French series. where like a Yeah, I thought that when you said that. Yeah, it has that sort of vibe. And and two, I bloody love egg horror. More egg horror. Like, More egg I, horror. I want to read this new one. I love egg horror. I mean, Hatching is a recent one, actually, Hatching. that I can mention oh, as well. Not, Hatching, not egg horror. Really good, really good. I like surprisingly, it took me by surprise about how much I liked it. Egg horror, man. Nothing like it. I've got it on my Super list, but it's one of those it. that you have to have... Um... You have to have time to watch it because when it's a subtitles one, you need your eyes on it all the time, not like, a, oh, I can get away with this being a background job, yeah. so I need to put the time in on it. Yeah, get that egg, egg on. What's the, what's the worst type of, of egg um, in, in terms of like a cooking method? Which one do you, do you not like? Are you into them all? Oh, maybe hard boiled. I don't like a, a floury yolk. Yeah, I know what you mean. No good. I hate doing, I love a scrambled egg tell you what though doing the dish afterwards can fuck off oh oh doing the dish the smell of a cooked egg that's a really really makes me heave and gag and spew i hate it so much the smell <laughs> of a, a previously cooked egg and then you wash the pan Ooh, it's so you gotta horrible. do it quick I've got, you're gonna try I've... and trick yourself i'll put it to soak it. it'll be better like it's not it's gonna no. be worse three egg scent egg scent yeah. i think this is true egg horrors this is true egg horrors i think when someone does a poached egg for you, it's great. But the thought yeah. of doing a poached egg myself, creating some sort of what have you got to do? Like make a whirlpool or something. Like what? Are you... <laughs> oh, what the fuck? I ain't wasting time doing that. First Put a bit of all, of lemon juice it... on it in the First cup. Then. Make... You won't need to make a vortex quite so strong. Hold its shape on its own. Also, have we discussed this before? People who seem to think that like breaking into a poached egg is some kind of flex. It's all over the... It's all over Instagram all the time. No, I'm sorry. I want to see poached egg breaking. I want to see that yolk. I want to oh, see God. that yolk slipping out. I want to see like it perfectly cooked. I want to see that sexy little yolk and I want to see your egg. Like, I Jesus love it. Christ. I'm always like, I just, I want a poached egg right now so see, I can what? do the yolk squeeze. We're, we're learning a lot about you, Ash. We've got, you've obviously yeah. got a complex relationship with eggs. We've got egg horrors, yeah. egg porn, egg They bloody stink, <laughs> but they, they stink, but they look great. But I'll watch yeah. our film about one. It's great. Yeah. I just, Each of I just, your senses have a, has a different, different reaction. It's true. My eyes like nose hate. Mouth, okay. 
<laughs> he is good. I like the crack egg sound. Yeah, like the sound of an egg. Oh, yonder, there is an egg crack. That's me <laughs> listening for the egg. I just think eggs are really cool. Like, I love the concept of an egg. Like, there's a whole thing inside it that hatches out and is a, and is alive. You know what I mean? And it's just like mm. a little, it's like it's just like a little parcel. Like, they just literally crap out a parcel and life is oh, in it. And perfect it's like, containers. And we just eat it in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And also, yeah, you can eat it instead and it's great. Like, Weird. I tell you what, Easter's almost upon us as well. The Lord's <laughs> eggs. Yeah. The Lord's Holy eggs. <laughs> Holy eggs. Holy eggs. Who was the first person to ever go, you know what? That chicken, that thing is a shit. I'm going to eat it. And they've gone, ah, oh, Dave, what are you doing? Not that again. Remember what happened with the cow and the milk? Yeah, oh. that's great. See, at, at least a cow and a milk, it kind of makes sense because, you know, Teat. breast milk teat yeah mm. you'd think yeah. okay that cow is having a grand old time on that i'm gonna try some but like the the egg we, that's mm. not similar to like human no. is it you'd be like this is, is this just a really hard turd that's come out of the chicken like can we like, eat this the, the cave people watching like the rats going ham on eggs and they're going like <laughs> these rats have got it got it made eat them up <laughs> Eat them up. You have to eat them raw for a while to be like, actually, the raw is horrible. Rocky style. Yeah. Down to six of them. That's why cavemen are also hench. Yeah. Yeah, well, absolutely hench, roided up. Yeah, that's all from yeah. me. Have you have you been eating any um, ovums or watching any films recently, Ben? So the I only don't say thing ovum. <laughs> made it worse. So now you hate like the that. sound of that word of eggs. I'm over there saying mottled. You're over there saying, what did you say? Over. I can't say over. it again then. Um, okay, I saw this week, I watched, uh, I had a lovely little um, double feature of Children of the Corn, the 1984 original and the new remake, which. It's weird because it's like dated 2020, but it's only just come out. So I think it like premiered somewhere in 2020 and it's only just come out. Uh, the Little Corn Kids. Um, I've never seen the original before. I don't know why. don't know for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, I'm just avoiding the Corn Kids for whatever. When I say Corn Kids, I don't mean like fans of like little new metal fans. Little Jonathan <laughs> David's running around. <laughs> no, it's not like that. It's, it's all you can like... hear over the over the corn stalks. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, to be God, fair, they're coming to be f- <laughs> just like really low end bass, just like I got a bit on the way. Uh, massive just, baggy just jeans, legs going over the top because they're two stepping their way across. <laughs> All got wallets Wallet. on chains, wallets on chains. <laughs> yeah. That's where I was going next. <laughs> um, this is completely different. This is like this, it's a weird film. I don't know why I've not seen the original before. I all kind of watch, I'll watch Linda Hamilton in anything. But the original, I don't know, something about it felt a bit hokey, felt a bit dated, didn't really... You don't like little religious boys telling people to be sacrificed. That's annoying, isn't it? Pipe down. And the... the <laughs> They've been the so precocious. The remake, <laughs> which is apparently, did you know this, the 11th instalment in the Corn Children franchise. Like, corn that, ben, just... Why, you calling them the corn kids and the corn children is like, it's just throwing <laughs> me every time. <laughs> what? It's like Why does this fo- story... <laughs> Sorry, the four on. letters, the four words are too many. It has to be corn kids. Bloody corn kids. Um, <laughs> the, the, the new one does some weird stuff like with it. Like, 
at least in the original, you can kind of believe why why it's happening. Um, and they're kind of a bit like creepy, like creeping up behind people and stabbing them in the neck and like that. But in this one, you're just like, just just boot them. Why are you, why are you letting these kids just run riot in the town? Just like hanging people, burning people and all this stuff. Just like knock them out. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's a bit silly. And it does. It takes a completely different direction as well. Um, I won't spoil it, but a completely different direction where I'm a bit like, oh, interesting, but didn't. It wasn't it's entirely... actually a wheat field instead yeah, of yeah. corn. That's what it is. <laughs> We're growing barley. Know, that's wheat, that is. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This was. Mm, I can kind of get where it's coming from, but um, also like the main actress who's playing, and in the in the description says she's playing a psychopathic twelve year old girl. I mean, she is twelve years old. Um, she's really good. But again, just yeah, I don't know. It was a bit, it was a bit naff, but still. Uh, I know it's not I the mean, same as the nineteen eighties, where we now, as a society, know you shouldn't thump kids. Um, but I think if they're trying to get you in the corn, you can probably you'd you be can out there. Justify it, yeah. Throwing a fist, yeah, yeah absolutely. I'd be windmilling with all these kids surrounding me, trying to stab me in the shins and stuff. Kids come at you with a sickle. I think you can drop kick them. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be funny. hard pressed to disagree. <laughs> yeah. But not a call in the movies, land that would convict you. Eleven movies, that is like insane, right? I can't think of a film with less like that needs that many movies less. It's the same sort of concept every time, isn't it? Oh yeah, so in the remake it's not like a sort of religious like preacher kid saying go and kill the adults like they're, gen they're genuinely angry about the corn so like <laughs> the town the town vote to have like big like a i guess what's it called when they when the corn gets what's it called g harvest festival harvest festival no you like put the put the uh chemicals on it to make it grow fertilizer oh. but the don't you doing like Dodgy GME chemicals. corn? That's it, GME corn. They're uh, doing GME corn. Big business is coming in to try and Jimmy get... corn. You thought you said little Jimmy <laughs> corn? GME, GME. <laughs> That's the Green Giant's first name. <laughs> sacrifice enough people, you're summoning, and then uh, yeah, it's like, oh, 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 Green Giant, and then he's, he comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like a, a environmental film as well because they're kind of like going. Ah, oh, children of the corn and the black demon, they got something in common. They're fuming about the corn. Um, but yeah, 11 movies, including Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. It's a good title, isn't it? Children of the Corn 5, Brownfield Site, all right. Fields of Terror. Now, after Ooh. Children of the Corn 5, where do you think they're going to go with Children of the Five? Uh, children of the Corn 6? Space Corn. Space. Yeah, that sounds right, doesn't it? But Children of the Corn 666. Oh, Isaac's Return. Isaac Children of the, the Corn, Sixel is what it should have been. There you go, another one. Oh, like a Sixel. There you go. That's yeah. way better. God damn it. Children of the Corn. That'd be much better. Ah! Um, oh! oh! Sorry, Bloody I liked hell. that. <laughs> <laughs> Children of the Corn. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it makes me want to go and watch any more of the films in the franchise. I know, Andy, you're a fan of just like going. All, yeah, once you've done, once you've done one, like all in. Ash, this year alone, have done. Or maybe it's the end of last year. Definitely done all the Howlings this year and all of the Hellraisers because we covered one of them. So I had to go and finish the set. Why not? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. That. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot in there. 
Oh, Hellraiser lot... takes a dive hard. There's a lot of choices being made across all of them. <laughs> yeah. Quite uh, often I can't, the choice I can't isn't say... to open the box. It's just, oh, yeah. am I near the box? <laughs> After a while, Pinhead's like, ah, oh, close enough. Well done. I haven't close seen enough, all of the howlings. Has, um, it's um, loads and loads of howlings. I've seen the uh, the first one. I haven't seen the rest. Seven? Oh, Seven, watch, no. watch number two. It deserves a cr- critical reappraisal. It is bananas. Okay. And the howling three colon marsupials where they're all like <laughs> Australia werewolves. That is yeah, do they have what, a pouch? Yes, they do. they do have pouch. And one of the main things about it is they have a baby in it. Ever so fun. Watch those Oh my two. god, look. A werewolf Joey. Yeah, a little werewolf baby Joey. Oh. <laughs> that's as yeah. far as I got. That's as far as I got up to the first That's That's went. probably as far as you need to go. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, <laughs> but what sites lie beyond werewolf marsupial? That's what's that's what's enticing yeah. me now. Where it's, else it's, can they go? It's yeah, real hard to escalate far. from there. <laughs> there's one uh, in the medieval castle. There's one at a high school. But you, you never get you never top Australia. <laughs> so apart from that, we've all seen the same thing. We all had a little watch of a film called Terrified, which is the film of the week. So Terrified, uh oh, how do you how do you say the Spanish? A terrados. A terrados. Um it's a twenty seventeen Argentinian horror film written and directed by Demian Rugna, um, and the plot concerns when strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires. A doctor specializing in the par- paranormal, her colleague, and an ex police officer decide to investigate further. Further, I don't know why I said it like that, but they do. They investigate further. Um, so it's got 6.5 on IMDb. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 77% critic score, a 68% audience score, and on Letterboxd, 3.2 out of 5. And some choice reviews before we dive into it. Uh, Cherries says, The willies just kept on coming. I jumped, I let out an O, and I may even have hid under the covers. Be still, my thumping heart. Four and a half stars for willies that just keep on coming. They just won't stop <laughs> coming. Um, <laughs> Katie, Katie says... Well, here's another, just another reason why I prefer cremation to burial. Three stars. And she's done a little emoji of an urn, which I think is good. Um, I like that yeah, extra, nice. extra detail. Um, Cinema Void says, great, another movie that weaponizes the naked bodies of older people, forcing me to look at my own mortality and how I really have no control over it. Over it. I miss ghosts in blankets. I think you might mean what ghosts in sheets. What was a ghost doing in a blanket? Ah, uh, three stars, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there we go. <laughs> that that is it. It kind of looks like it's got like the critic score is pretty high, audience score is pretty high, all the scores are pretty high. Everyone seems to appreciate it. Um, a bit of a, a a film that's gone under the radar a little bit though. Uh, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Because right. it wasn't I, until I, that top ten, <laughs> that top one hundred moments that I that uh, I heard about it. Oh, you saw it on that as well. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I learned about it, and added it to my watch list. Because of that top one hundred and one scary horror moments. Otherwise, oh. what a name! Even with it, it in shudder, there. Uh, but mm. it's got that such a good little picture on it. I was like, yeah. I think when I first watched it, seeing the picture, I was like, Oh my god, I'm in for a scare! Like I just thought, yeah, what's it was this really... fellow up to? He's <laughs> yeah. 
Which picture do we mean? The one where it's like sort of split in half. Yeah, like, this is the got one. like blue blue juice coming out of his face. What is it? Blue juice? Mm. I kind of saw that poster. And I don't know why, but that kind of put me off a bit. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know why. I kind of thought it just looked a bit. I don't know. Oh, I'm glad, Sometimes I'm glad they can it. go too far, can't they? Posters, and you're like, you're trying too hard. Like I'm not. I'm not interested in the wares. Mm. In the wares. I get exactly. you. Mm. But but I'm I thought that was so- a good one. Mm. I'm glad I've seen it though because it definitely did did put the willies up me. The willies did keep on coming because yeah. th- just as I mentioned, the scares are just so. It's like. They're consistent, but they're so unexpected. They're so different. There's such a variation in the scares. There's like genuine creeping dread. And there are jump scares as well. But the jump scares happen not when you're expecting a jump scare. So many moments when you're like anticipating some sort of jump scare doesn't come. Later on, you've forgotten about jump scares. You're like, maybe this film hasn't got any jump scares. Bang. Horrific. Head head through the crack. That is the best crack. Hand through the crowd. The, the first time I watched it and saw this, I, the whole time I was like, she sat so close to that crack. What the hell are you doing? Why are you sat close to that crack? Get away from get, the crack. Get and some then, polyfiller in there. That's what I'd do. Yeah, like she knows there's a little freak on the other side as well. She's going, ah, oh, mate, come out. Don't worry. And then she sat by the crack going, everything's bad. These people are like possessing you. They live in the water. Everything's terrible. And like she's just sat there chatting right in front of the crack. Yeah. But the the hand still got me because I was That's like, oh, okay, we've done it. We've done it by now. You can't take your eye off the crack. That's what you have to learn from that one. Yeah, this woman's a professional as well. She should yeah. have known this. Allegedly, They're also professionals. All of them need a good head wobble. Genuinely, <laughs> oh, we should should we start from the beginning though? Because I feel like yeah. terrified goes straight in. Like the way that it yeah. opens up with this poor woman who's scared of a sink, and you think, oh. She's she's got a case of the crazies. Don't worry about yeah. it. There's not going to be voices coming out of the sink. Her husband's not going to believe her. And then literally, like two minutes later, she's getting whapped around the the shower. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! It is so so effective. That's why, you put a, that's why you put a non-slip mat down. That'll happen yeah. if you're not careful in your bathroom. <laughs> we all get older, so sooner or later, falling over becomes having a fall. It's a lot more serious, and this is what this I lady has. Do you, do you also feel like, sorry, I'm doing a more of a general, general sort of um, discussion first, is that it kind of feels a bit like, I'm getting like anthology vibes from it, where it seems like it kind of like dips into all of these different types of, and then brings it all together. Either that by or the end. I thought at first, not knowing the film, I thought, oh, are we going to get an anthology? But then it turns out it's more of a, we get like a cold open and then almost like a, I bet you're wondering how I got here, record scratch moment, before we then go back <laughs> to the start and see what follows. But you're right, we'll do it in order, I guess, before we say any more. If you're familiar with the show, you know this is going to happen. If you're here because we have Asher and you followed her along, then um, we'll go through it in full detail. So if you're going to watch it, I think we all agree that it's a good film. It's on Shudder. Get yourself a free trial. Get yourself an account. It's the best money you're going to spend on a horror subscription service. Sponsorship is available, mm. Shudder. Um, but then get get and watch it, and then come back and listen to it because we're going to go through it in detail. We're going to spoil it, Stand so um, so get on there. Yeah, uh, yeah, we will be spoiling it throughout. So and, and including like the big scares as well. So if you're not seen it, go and check it out. Um, yeah, so it it starts. We're kicking off in Buenos Aires uh, in like a sort of suburban street. Uh, Clara, 
So so yeah, in terms of characters, there's like a couple of a couple of like paranormal doctors, Doctor Mora, Doctor Rosentock, um, Commissioner Funes. Is that like there's like police officer who's got a dodgy ticker? Classic. Yeah, Funes is the deputy. Funes, yep. Um, and then obviously got no gun. Uh, got a dodgy ticker. Bad ears. Yeah, he's not good for ghost hunting, and he stays. Got a coagulation problem. He mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Does he? He's yeah. not fit for it. He wouldn't. He wouldn't pass the buddy medical. Never, never. A character should never ever say, "I'm two days from retirement." Never yeah. ever say it. Two months it's though. He said two rough. months, which I oh, thought was like oh, okay. Two months. Maybe, that's fine. I don't worry. Yeah. That's yeah. Two days to retirement. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Clara, so we, we start off with uh, a couple in a house and Clara is initially hearing strange voices coming from her impeccably clean sink plug hole. I was like, that looks good to me. Um, probably got a separate voices. one that she puts food waste down, it's all right. It looks like it, doesn't it, yeah. Older you shouldn't put food waste down your plug hole, unless you have a waste disposal. Yeah, you get a little uh, little thing that you pick it out of and put it in the food bin. You're all right. <laughs> oh yeah to be fair yeah yeah so right. also sort of of grating if i was there i'd be wazzing some mr muscle down there other sink mm. and plug hole and blockers are available um but no she doesn't she just goes that's uh that's some voices down there and when her, when her husband is her husband isn't it they are married yeah, yeah. Her husband. although ben are uh, you buying a mr muscle plug a blocker that's rated for voices Clears all your, you know, your, your lime scale you just, out there, and ghosts will be washed away. I reckon no matter what's going on down there, Mister Muscle sort out. If you know. you've got a core stick and Mr. expanding foam, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's got muscles in Ghosts have no choice. A, a, a ghost have no chance of expanding foam. Ghosts yeah. to be absolutely yeah. obliterated. Mister Muscle does love the jobs you hate, which actually exercising ghosts, real pain. Yeah, yeah. I. I believe that Mr. Muscle could get rid of ghosts. But also, if you fill the sink as well, where's the room for them? Because these are like water-based ghosts, aren't they, is what they say. If Mr. Muscle's mm. filling up the hole, where are they going to live? Yeah. Not in the not in the sinkhole. That's a good point. Maybe we've got the... <laughs> we've got get the some answers. caustic salts in, you ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking eat it. All right. So, she, but she straight up believes it. Like, it's not like she thinks... Maybe I've just, uh, I don't know, maybe it's something else. Who knows? And then obviously her husband gives the classic, oh, the, this house is old. The pipes are just creaking. And you go. Yeah, but and... they are specifically saying that you're going to kill me. So. Yeah, yeah. this is very specific Those ghosts have been, creak. Ghosts have been <laughs> slagging him off as well. Creak so, yeah. <laughs> slagging him off, what are they saying? Yeah, your husband, mate. Yeah, you by the sink. Your husband is going to kill you. No, not me, the ghost. Him. He's going <laughs> to. He's going to do it. So not only are they threatening her, trying to frame her husband up for it. Oh, see, I read that and thought that it meant the ghosts are saying, oh my God, I totally missed that they were saying that the husband was going to do it. I thought thought they were were going to kill me. Maybe I I misread it. No, they they said you are, are like they keep saying you are going to kill me. Maybe uh, maybe I just thought she was talking to the sink. You're going to kill me. Like... (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna be the, you're gonna be the death of me, sink. I'm yeah. sick of doing a washing up every bloody day. You're gonna be the death of me. My fingers have <laughs> gone my fingers have gone all wrinkly. Oh. A bit of wet food got on my hand. Oh, oh no. Horrible. Nobody likes Old that. egg from the pan. <laughs> Show the egg pan. 
Oh, no. That's the worst one though. A bit of old scrambled egg all gathered oh. in the plug hole, Ugh. and you got well, to scoop no. it out, scoop out by your hand, and and for a second you go forbidden egg. No, no, never for a second. No, <laughs> not even for a moment. I do want a... nothing to do with that ovum. Yeah. <laughs> See now you've said it more times than I yeah. have. The worst one for 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 wet food on the hand is like an old spinach leaf. That's the worst one. Oh, it clings, Horrible doesn't it? It yeah. clings. And sometimes you don't even know it's there. You're going about your business, old spinach leaf on the elbow. <laughs> it's been there all day. <laughs> this, that hasn't happened to me, but I can see it. I can see it happening in the future. So I'm not going to write it talking, off. While we're talking real life sink horrors, which is the grossest sink to clean out then? Is it the bath? Is it the, the kitchen sink with your horrible wet food waste? Or is it getting hair babies out of the bath uh, out of the bathroom train? I trap? find that incredibly satisfying as a follically Same. challenged man. Um, <laughs> the fact that I get to <laughs> indulge myself, I find it really satisfying. Yeah, I've even got mm. one of those long, grippy like a plumber snake. Yeah, what a time! Get that in there, and then when it comes out, oh, it's it's satisfying to do (laughs) it's a satisfying job but it is a it is a gross one much like food is delicious on a plate but horrible in a sink human hair beautiful on a person's head you'd love to see it second it's detached from the body though gross i'm walking from this this, not mine by the way uh, as i mentioned like it's not just yeah I'm not hairy everywhere else. It's it's just just like extra long pubes coming out of the Yeah, it's not that, but <laughs> seems whispering that <laughs> your husband's going to kill you again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, my hair is so long. Like, oh, let's get it. Like that. That is so satisfying to pull out because it's like it just keeps going. It just keeps going and going. Oh. You ever get tempted to leave it six months and see if you can make like a life-size replica of yourself? I've definitely left it a little while before just to yeah. see how much would come out. It was quite disappointing because I like I, I bleach my bath quite a lot, so I think it breaks up in the in the yeah. in the plug. I've Ugh. definitely spent time on TikTok looking for uh like <laughs> hair, hair baby hair, removal. Hair babies coming out of the old plug hole. That isn't I'm just watching, a meat, I mean, they are called hair babies, I, right? I, sometimes I see them and I go, that's that can't be real. Like that's been fabricated for, for this video. <laughs> This is 3D insane. printed. That's insanity. <laughs> Who's that That's... hairy and who lets it get that bad? Oh, these TikTokers with their content. <laughs> it's always like a different like colour to like it always comes out all horrible and grey as well, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> I think that's the, I think that's oh. the circumstances of being left in the drain trap. That'll change a person or a hair. Oh, <laughs> mm. uh, I don't call them hair babies. I've always called them hair pigs because they look like guinea pigs. Hair pigs. <laughs> yeah, they look like little guinea pigs. So I always thought like because they roll up really nice when they're hair on the floor. Pigs. Hair it's snake. Hair pigs. Yeah. I, was, I think I've always called it a hair snake or just a. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Right in, everybody. What do you call gross lumps of hair in your hands? <laughs> it's when people call the li- little wood wood lice different things in different areas of the country, don't they? In the UK. What do you guys call do? Do they? Just yeah. wood lice, aren't they? It's wood lice. Just wood lice. No, they got loads of different names. Grandfather. <laughs> uh, what? Several. Who's Monkey. calling them wood lice? Grandfather. Oh, greetings, sir. Welcome. <laughs> <More> Victorian boys. <laughs> Hello, grandfather. <laughs> Oh, right, grandfather, you're quite small today. Hello there, grandfather. Uh, here we go. There's all the different things they're called, right? Are you ready? Are you ready? No. Uh, Bibble bug. 
What? Chisel, chisel hog. You're just Palm- saying <laughs> words. None of these this isn't real. Palmer worm, monkey pee, roly poly, Johnny grump, and this one's called Slater. <laughs> Slater, like cat Slater. Slater. I've heard of a roly poly. I've heard of a roly yeah. poly. The That's bizarre it. world of woodlice. Uh, there's there's a link here. Fifty four names for woodlice. Well, you did, their grandfather wasn't on that list. I'll find it. Don't <laughs> tempt me. Oh, no, I've clicked on the link and it's over the PDF. Jesus. Ben's <laughs> <laughs> on the Wikipedia, adding them as we speak. <laughs> grandfather. I think I've always just called him like, Little Woodlice, yeah. Little Woodlice. What? Oh, wait. Chucky What's Pig. The... <laughs> Chucky Pig. They're all regional as well, right? Slater's what in Scotland. A... What would you name... A woodlouse, if you could add a new name to the list, what would you name your the woodlouse? Um that's a good one. Oh my god, in Wales they call them Granny Greys. <laughs> Granny Greys. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna have to send this link to you afterwards because it's insane. Like it's all I it's all like armoured, so would I call them like an armor bug or like a I don't know. <laughs> woodlouse is exactly what they are. I'd call them horrible. Bloody horrible. Carpenters, they call them in Eastern Canada. Uh, crunchy bats. This is uh, crunchy it? implies that they're eating them. This, this is the best one. Doodlebugs. Doodlebugs. I like that. I ain't never seen a woodlouse do any drawings, let <laughs> me tell you. Just give it a pad, give it a sharpie, and watch it go. <laughs> oh, this, this is a good one as well. In Australia, they call them butchy boys. Yo, butchy boys. <laughs> oh, the bloody butchy boys are again. I'm not going to try and do the accent. Um, Slater's is Scotland though, uh, Andy. I've spoken to people in Scotland, then uh, arguably not about woodlice, but I'm going to ask them around. I'll go knock on the neighbours when we're done here. Go knock on the neighbours door. <laughs> sorry, guys, say, I know it's late. Sorry, I know it's midnight. I know I've it's got midnight. this right here. What is this? <laughs> That's a fine so, one first. I'm going to have to go out in the garden in the dead of night, find a woodlouse, flipping those rocks over. Okay, have we? What were we talking about? So we've done the first 20 seconds of the film. So (laughs) (laughs) woman's in the sink and she tells her husband, tell you what, the sink's been slagging you off again. (laughs) Tells me it's going to kill me. Oh, Oh, well, should we go to bed? All right. The next thing you know, the husband's already thinking he's going to have a bad day because it's like five in the morning and his neighbour's banging about the place again, doing his bloody DIY. And he's he's beaten on the wall, saying, you know what time it is? It's too early. And he goes around to his house and doesn't immediately get put off by when he's, like, pressing the door buzzer. There's, like, eerie, definitely ghost voices coming from it going... Um, but he goes... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Just... <laughs> ghost, ghost, <laughs> ghost mutterings. So there's some ghost mutterings coming out of the doorbell, and he goes, well... Just stop it, okay? And he goes he goes back home and um gets back gets back to his house, says to his wife, but he didn't answer the door, but he DIY Joe next door, dickhead. And then he's like, What's that banging? That's not coming from his house. Looks in the bedroom, pops head around the door. She ain't in bed, maybe she's got up and had a shower. And she is I'll in say, the shower. I'll tell you what, what she's quite doing. spooky. Sorry, 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 Andy. I don't mean to interrupt. So you go, you tell um, me what's spooky before we get to the murder. The climax was right there. When you <laughs> forget the climax, right? <laughs> I'm interested. Um it's quite spooky when you wake up in the middle of the night and the like 
your partner's not in bed and then I don't know initially you just go oh it's in the toilet but it is quite spooky isn't it like when you wake up and you're just they're not there and you're like what are they doing if they left me again uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I live on my own so I think I'd be more frightened if someone appeared in the bed like ooh. like the guy behind you old uh, yeah old butt old, cheek uh, in the back old butt cheek old... man Standing over your bed, flopping the old chop in the evening, and be like, "Nah, oh, Jesus Christ, my God, oh no, oh yeah, it's a really small ass he's got as well." Well, they don't want to make it about the ass. They don't want to make it like a Willem Dafoe situation. It's just about yeah. it's too big. It's unfilmable. Yeah, I reckon that exactly. people start... think it's a cow. <laughs> <laughs> you start doing some squats, that little. Uh, sorry, Andy. Uh, before I ruined it to make a really terrible, not interesting, or funny point, please continue. <laughs> so he's sticking his head around the door. Thinking, oh, she's got up and had a shower. Um, so he pops his head around the bathroom door. So we do have a shower. It's too early. We can go back to bed for a bit. Unfortunately for him, she's not having a shower. She's being ethereally thrust into the tiles across from one side to the other of the bathroom. And she's been bludgeoned to a pulp. That's a fair. That's a fair well, way to say it. Think of all the fuds that he's heard. Like that, each one of those was her getting smushed. Yeah, and yeah. It's been going on for ages. You've been so... thudded for seven to ten minutes at this point. Yeah. All the time oh. he's been shouting at the neighbours. You'd be ever so embarrassed. Have to go back. So sorry, I was shouting at you just now. It turns out it's my wife being murdered by a ghost. But he doesn't have time right. for that because he's. Um, it's a fun bit of dialogue where he's like he's saying to his wife like, "What are you doing?" I'm just floating about and killing myself again it's funny out of context oh why is he asking his wife oh she smacked into the towel but I was thinking this when I was watching it I was like I think the first thing I would do as well is be like what are you doing stop it because you want it to be them like just take it seriously for a second like you want it to be them don't you like you you want it to be the person messing around you want them to say oh yeah sorry pranked lol Uh, and then actually no it is it is old Jimmy grandfather, the woodlouse, with his strong, <laughs> yeah. strong legs throwing her either side. Yeah. And, it, and it is, you would, especially when you can't see it happening, because you can clearly see that she is, like, suspended in the air. It's not mm. like she is being hung from anything. It's not like that she is, um, that you can see anything that's moving her around, but it's really forcefully done. So you're right. In all seriousness, he's oh. at a loss and his tries to, like, pull reaction. her down. Yeah, huh? his, his initial reaction. Mm. Um, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's kind of like just pure disbelief. He's not like, he's not like shocked in that in that initial moment. He's kind of just like, what? <laughs> like what? What's going on? And he's yeah. trying to like, grab her and stop. The fact that it carries on while he's trying to like grab mm. her and pull her down as well, and he can't do it, and he sort of like stops and just gives up after a while and just kind of watches it happen. I think it's so well done. Like, I think it is, like, I think it's truly, like, it's horrifying seeing someone being slung around in midair against the tiles. But, like, I feel like it's actually, like, harrowing to see because it's, like, this person that he loves so much that he literally can't believe it, like, this this paranormal thing is happening to. And it's so visceral as well. It's not just, like, ooh, she's, she, you know, like, in, like, CG uh, sort of effects where they'll just throw someone across the room and then they find them in, like, a bloodless heap. Like, this is bloody. Yeah. Things are broken like she's like her neck is flopping around like it's horrible and and his reaction where you just see his blood covered hands like covering his face because he's like oh i can't look at it i think it's so well done like setting the tone straight away for this actually 
oh horrible yeah exactly your dog's right yeah exactly he's furious you find like the the mess left from this horrible like beating in the bathroom there's no way you can explain that like someone's picked her up and like flung her around when there's no entry no leaving the only stuff in there is you because you've touched the body as well like i think it's a nice setup for like these paranormal people being like hey you need to let us in Mm. otherwise they're all gonna think it was you yeah because this ghost these ghosts have fitted you up for this one not only Mm. have they been going around telling people that it was going to be you but they've they've left no evidence that's one of the main abilities you have as a ghost not yeah. to leave that much proof of where you've been. So but luckily, you don't have to worry because uh, when you're in custody, three people who believe that there's some sort of paranormal going on uh, have turned up and they're willing to do a little bit of a bit of digging, a little bit of investigation to try and get you out of there. Um, yeah, they totally believe nice. and they say, look at this photo. And I did wonder, is this, you know, they show photos that are from another event. Did they mention that it's hap- something that happened in the US? Yeah. yeah. Is this is this linked to another film already, or is that like a kind of backdoor setup for, hey, if there's going to be an English language remake of this one, <laughs> we can just we can just say that it was that it happened here. Oh, I I don't think it is connected to anything else that I have noticed, but it it could be, and it could be the setup. It's a nice little throwaway for for like, ooh, what happened in the US? Like maybe they could do another a follow up film with it as well of being like this is the, the the previous cases and how how these you know supernatural investigators got their credentials mm. and all that sort of thing as well i don't think i'd like to see more films in the oterodos universe just because it works so well as this kind of creepy n- not really understandable in a full capacity really explained but also a bit explained to make it creepy yeah. i just yeah i really like it on its own yeah, on a film is a proper just standalone, are they? Sometimes you'll get eleven sequels. Yeah, sometimes. Um, yeah, but I think it does. It does a good job of like explaining things enough, but not. There's still that mystery to everything, like how, why is all this stuff sort of happened, and that is sort of really creepy. Um, and that's what I found so effective about this initial scene is that it's just like, what the hell is going on? Um, and that's scary as well, isn't it? Because sometimes when there's like a supernatural force in a movie. Part of you is like, oh, I'm not that. I'm scared, but I'm not that scared of it because it's not gonna physically hurt me. Is it gonna physically hurt me as much as this? This is like <laughs> an example of, oh yes, it's gonna hurt you to such a degree that you you are just gonna be smushed. You're gonna be smushed to to nothing. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's incredibly effective. I was I was terrified. So then. Uh, oh, yes. oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it just comes because effortlessly. It'd, it'd be good if the scientists had said that when they were getting there. Said, "Oh, I bet you must have been <laughs> terrified." And they take their sunglasses off. Um, yeah, it was a good. T- and this is your. I bet you're wondering how I got here moment because then they basically say, "Here, look, we believe you. Let's talk about how we got here." And then we go back. I guess just a, a number of days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Um so we're introduced to Walter, who is the guy who lives next door, who's who's not who was falsely accused of doing a bit of DIY at five AM um <laughs> by his neighbour. That's the true horror <sighs> of this. Falsely accused. Um, his name but... has been dragged through the mud. Yeah, by this exactly. ghost again messing around. Yeah. This yeah. ghost has come in, said, You're gonna kill your wife, you're doing DIY. 
what else could it do? Just causing problems <laughs> between neighbours. Maybe there's one of these ghosts in Albert Square. That's why all those guys don't get on so well. Mm. Always having, always having like fallouts. It's probably one of these ghosts there. <laughs> <laughs> Just whisper, whisper it in Phil Mitchell's ear. Yeah. Hey, what? He's up to this grand. stuff again. He's sleeping with Sharon. Sharon. Sharon, he's sleeping with Sharon. And the Queen Queen Vicks a shit off. What? Oh, How dare you? How fucking dare you? Get out of my pub. Um, so, yeah, Walter's, he's experiencing supernatural occurrences. He's on the phone while he's at work to somebody talking about... Yeah, and a wink of sleep. Is it not some... Do- Dr. Albrecht that he's yeah. on the phone to? He's, a- he's after some Dr. Albrecht assistants. And oh, I tell okay. you what, that the what assistant, Dr. Albrecht's assistant is either excellent at their job or bad at it because they ain't putting any calls through depending on the orders that they've received <laughs> yeah be like please i'm really desperate i'll pay any sum they're like no like I, I can't stress this to you enough she can't help you stop asking yeah. all right mm. please sorry you you're could. on your own that's it what if i could get proof it's impossible to get proof all right <laughs> i won't believe you if even if you get any yeah even if you get proof won't really be good enough actually like it shouldn't I'll have even, I shouldn't have even used the word proof. I'll set up a video camera and film it. That could be anyone. That could be your mate. That <laughs> could be a weird he, mate. Before he sets up the video camera, we get one night of it. And this, like, as a you know, is one of the bits we do get a bit of slow build. This is a good one. So he's knackered. He hadn't had a good night's sleep for ages. Um, and he goes it's to sleep one it's day. It's because he's sleeping fully clothed. I feel yeah, like on top it, of it, his single bed. If it, yeah, I feel like if you had some lovely pajamas. Um, a little nightcap, maybe. Yeah. Um, a lovely a wait- little lavender pillows. Yeah. A weighted, Real a weighted blanket. Shoe hours. <laughs> <laughs> a weighted blanket and some lovely fluffy socks. You'd have a wonderful sleep and get a bigger bed than a single bed. You're not a 15 year old boy. Yeah. Also, it can be moved around by ghosts, as we've seen. Yeah. yeah. Get a heavier, get a heavier bed. bed. Yeah. <laughs> Screw it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what- oh, then again, that's DIY, and he doesn't probably he's not touching that. It's like <laughs> screw this bed down. No, the neighbour already thinks I'm doing <laughs> DIY all the time. Mister Blumetti will get me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, so, so there is a bit before he goes into his house where um, what's his name? The other guy, Mister uh, Blumetti. Mister Blumetti, just, yeah. just Mister Blumetti. Is that his name? Juan. He definitely has a first name, but I'm going to call Juan. him Mister Blumetti. Yeah, Mister Blumetti goes Juan. You know, he says Walter. You've been um. Been doing DIY. I haven't. No, he admits it, doesn't he? Because he doesn't yeah, want to a, say renovating. Doesn't want to say all this guy. And he's like, "You put a massive cr- my old walls cracked up. Got the plaster Got coming off here. What you, you're you're wrecking my dear. You are giving me cause to have to do DIY because your DIY is too vigorous. And I hate it. Yeah, and you see him doing some DIY as well, which I liked <laughs> as well. Yeah, he he's like Polly filling the wall again. Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 um, but he he has he's, he's gone to bed. He's got the lights on as well, sleeping with the lights on. Um, and then the lights go off, and he wakes up in the night. He has a look under the bed, no one there. And when he has a look, we see under the bed all all smushed up limbs mm. under there. 
Yes, um, it's so good how it's just broken as well. Like you see, you see him look up, and the face is already there when the camera starts panning. Yeah, but it's just it's the really edge of well the shot, yeah. and then when it comes back down, you think, oh, it's not going to be there anymore. But it's actually just the full face of this horrible naked man with his legs bent up backwards and all sorts of weird stuff going on. Oh, chef's kiss. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I guess really that's effective. why it's important he has a single bed because if he had a double bed, he could luxuriously, it could be uh, under their loads of room to hide. Yeah, but because it's a single bed, he's got to be. He wants to get himself a, a divan or whatever it is, where it's just like drawers under there instead of space for <laughs> an old naked man to curl up. <laughs> it's true. All things he could have done. I I wondered when watching this. I know this is very like, oh, I'm smarter than the film. Why didn't he just go and sleep somewhere else? Why didn't he just not sleep at home for a bit? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just go to a hotel, if at the very least. Plan a sleepover. Get yourself down the Premier Inn. Yeah. 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 Well, go and good see night, your pal. Good night's sleep guaranteed. Mm-hmm. If he didn't sleep well that night, he'd get his money back. He's got nothing to lose. Yeah. Danny Henry well, said. he lost his life instead. Yeah. But before he does that, when he has another phone call where he's asking for support from the doctor in proof is impossible to get so he does get a camera i mean mate up in your screen time is not gonna help you get a better night's sleep but you know i get it desperate times <laughs> um and he sets up uh he sets up the camera he wakes up after falling asleep a little bit and he finds it on the floor only to see for those watching on video ash's background there where on video screen while he's having a little kip big horrible naked man crawls out from under his bed and has a good stare at him Oh, I think this is so scary. I just think all of it's so scary. Yeah. And I don't mean, obviously, it's, it's, I think all of it runs that like tightrope, rope, the tightrope of being terrifying and funny. Like it's absurd. Like it's really absurd. Like a big naked man crawling out under your bed and looking at you is quite funny out of context. But it watching this like tired, stressed man. And the the strings going on the violins and the way that it crawls up and kind of hovers there for a bit and then goes into the cupboard. Like, it's just done so perfectly well that you either laugh or you cry. Like, it's one of those where you, it, mm-hmm. it's such a visceral reaction. I think it really triggers my fright, flight or fright. Fight. I can't speak. The man's really scary and naked. <laughs> He's got like... you. Yeah. The big naked man's obviously got to you. Yes, yeah. you're right. Like, it's a really intense moment. Like, you're right. When you describe it, it might seem quite funny or when you're watching it's thinking oh cheeky he's come out he's come out naked and standing over your bed if you woke up or if you saw a video of yourself having some sleep and some horrible ghouly man came out of the out of your cupboard and stood over your bed naked for a bit or imagine if you just woke up you just you know just turned over reaching for the light switch no this the 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 switch on my bedside lamp's a bit fleshy oh my goodness no is it (laughs) Oh, for um, God's sake. Um, it, you'd be ever so scared. I would be scared. <laughs> I'd just be like, I'm just going to pull it as hard as I can. Come on, switch on. Uh, oh, I'd be like, I'm sure I had a, a, a dimmer press light. What's this? <laughs> just shout, like a... Alexa, turn the lights on. <laughs> he looks like a cross between uh, the old, what's his name? From... <laughs> Sorry, did your Alexa just respond? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, did, what did it say? What did it say? <laughs> she apologised because I don't have any like commands set up. Uh, <laughs> come on, Alexa. That looks... and my wife's trying to go to bed and I've just flooded the house upstairs into complete daylight. <laughs> <laughs> it 
so this guy he looks like a cross between like one of those engineer fellas from Prometheus and he does uh, look like one of the space and I am legend vampire man just like a like yeah CGI but at the same time like it's good enough to to, to make it look really eerie isn't it yeah and I think see... it's got like an uncanny uncanny quality rather than a CGI quality like he's massive hairless fleshy with like this kind of vein stuff going on Ooh, and that's not just on the lights switch it's no. over his whole body he's all veiny and he's a bit bony and like i think you're right like the creation of it it's also enough it's close enough to reality that yes it feels uncanny but yet i absolutely believe there are some like some character and some physical actors that could just be this creepy man oh 100 percent. like what javier uh Javier Bardem, that's not the right one. Uh Botes, you put him in that sort of role, like mm-hmm. bloody hell. You eat it up. And it is someone like that who can just be ugh, a bit monstrous. I I just think this is like this really plays on that whole idea of 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 being scared when you're in bed. Like it's that childhood fear of thinking someone's around or like, you know, there's a there's a monster in your in your closet. Like it plays with all of those tropes something under your bed something in your wardrobe while still being like adult scary um mm. I, I think it's it, so he good. even puts the blanket over his head yeah hide, yeah which oh, i'm like so last, nice. last, last something's asking for, for help something's calling to him for help and is like covering um mm. he's like touching the thing tell you what brief aside a real life real life ghost story happened to me once it wasn't a big naked man thankfully um this was teenage years staying at a friend's house my parents were away uh his parents were also away his girlfriend was around but you know it was a long way it was too far for me to go back home so sleeping over not the traditional way i'm not sleeping on the floor like a sleepover with the sleeping bag i had to sleep in what was affectionately called grandma's room was there a wood lice so, in there oh no there were no wood lice but there were <laughs> absolute fuck ton of sp- spooky get the spooky dollies Oh, like doll houses what? and like porcelain face dolls. Um, so there's know. me getting ready to go to sleep in this room. Um, and I just got this uncomfortable feeling of like something being in there. So I, a bit like Walter, got under the covers and I had my eyes closed under there, just feeling a bit, bit creeped out, a little bit like spooked. So I had, I had my head under the covers. And then, you know, when you know when you've got your eyes closed but you can feel or sense there is like a change in light in the room like if someone opened the curtains in your bedroom and your eyes goes you can tell there is more light coming through i had that sensation that feeling there was more light in the room than before and i was like i i am not keen on seeing a ghost at this point so i stayed under the covers <laughs> with my keen. eyes closed and ignored that shit as hard, hard as i could the year was the late 90s. Pokemon had just come out. I was playing it on my Game Boy at the time. And I thought, I wonder how many of these whimsical and not frightening creatures I can think of the names of of this new game. Didn't touch any of those ghost Pokemon. So I thought about that in my head mentally (laughs) until I... I ain't talking about any Ghastlies or Haunters right now. So I just went there. I went through until I fell asleep a few minutes later. And then in the morning when I got up, there was a bookshelf outside of Grandma's room. And some books had fallen off it in the night. The book that was on top was one of those old car manuals you get that shows, like, you know, the exploded schematics of a car. It was a Rolls Royce Silver Ghost. Ah, 
there it is, the sting. Yeah, so and I, I, I put, wonderful. I, I put the books back on the shelf and didn't mention it to my friend because if it was him and his girlfriend having me on, I'm going to be stubborn enough that they weren't going to get me by me mentioning it or asking them a damn thing about it. But I did think, was that the closest thing I've ever had to a ghost experience or not? So I was a bit like Walter in that situation, Ooh. but you know, it's been a good 20 years since then, and I haven't been haven't been got by a ghouly man, so I think we're safe. I think Ooh. you're safe, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but this will tell you what tell you isn't safe. Buddy Walter, he's watching the video back and he's got himself he's the the camera wasn't the only bit of hardware he's got. He's also got himself big old shooter in case he needs to blast any ghosts. I um, keep thinking everything be this joke now. <laughs> he's got a uh, big old shooter. He's got a big yeah. old six shooter loaded. It's it's very shiny and chrome. Yeah. And he's going to blast any ghoulies he sees absolutely full of lead. But unfortunately, while, <laughs> sorry, watching, while watching back the handycam footage, he has put it down. Um, and he gets pretty pinched by the, by the ghoulie man who comes rocking back out of the cupboard, snatches mm. him up. Yeah, well, you see, a good shot here. He sees the reflection of the old ghoulie man in the gun and he goes to reach for it, but no, it's too late. Snatched. But he slurped uh, off, mate, into the, well, into the ether, into the cupboards. Yeah. Well, we yeah, realize exactly. later he's in the wall, like getting real yeah. freaked out. Yeah. He's in that, he's in that oh, crack. Oh, yeah, it was him, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's there going, Walter, hiya, I've come to help you. I see your proof now. <laughs> a bit late for that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A couple of kids playing playing football in the street. Um, Boots it over Walter's garden. Um, thinks to himself, while I'm getting my football back, help myself to a bit of his to of his to some of his garden tap water. Thanks. <laughs> Ever so parched playing of I mean, I guess in Buenos Aires. Thirsty <laughs> working game of football. Ever so parched, and he goes, Oh, I've and he gets a banging on the window from, I assume, Walter from the Shadow yeah. Realm, saying, yeah. "Here, don't drink, don't drink my bloody water." <laughs> filthy lips off my tap. Yeah, just don't, don't drink that water. Um, it's for your own good, though. I mean, to be honest, with what happens now, I probably take my chances with the tap water. Because the tap water is what happens. Yeah. Ah, of course, gets in you. Yeah. So and I guess he has had a little sip of it now. So he steps he steps backwards from from Walter shouting at him right into the path of, of a bus, like almost Final Destination style, right? Coming out of nowhere. It's, Final Destination, Regina George, like it's it's a little little one, another little pastiche moment. Yeah. Bus driver gets oh. out and legs it. Mm. Does he leg it? Does he like does he run to get help or just away? I think he, I think he legs it. Just does um, a little it's... lap. Yeah, just as a little lap, just because uh, it's Juan who goes um, and knocks on the door of of his mum, of the little boy's mum, yeah. who's Alicia. Uh, yeah, and it's it's pretty yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Kids, kids dead, and then we sort of a little bit of time passes and we we see the funeral. Um, yeah, you get to the funeral and then it, it that that bit speeds along pretty quickly and then before we know it, we get to the. I guess this is the inciting incident that then becomes the focus of everything else we get in the movie because we get to the evening. We assume, we think we're told a few days after the funeral has passed, 
Mum is downstairs, obviously had a traumatic experience. He was downstairs punching a couple of darts in the kitchen. And um, what's that noise? Busted. Busted having a smoke. Go through. And I think probably one of the iconic moments of this thing, the first look we get of the little boy sat motionless. Well, we, we don't see it at first, actually, do we? we? She goes through to the kitchen and it stops. And then the next thing we know, it's, it's um, this is done the police the- being called. The reveal is done so well because mm. you know there are already multiple people who've seen this of what's happened, and everyone's like kind of like not quite understanding the nature of what's happened. Everybody kind of thinks maybe the mum has gone, dug up her kid, and plonked him on the table. Uh, but you know that's very very likely, and I think even somebody says that there are recorded cases of this actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact it's just dealt with so well that everybody they're kind of like explaining the police officer says to um what who who is it is it albrecht it's the investigator guy that they call so there's yeah, the, 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 the deputy guy. calls him but he's like one of his friends is like an expert investigator and his name is it's hanno isn't it hanno yes ha- hanno yeah, that's right and he and he of course um fune says to him you're not scared easily are you not nothing scares you, and he goes. And Hanno nah, says, we'll "No, I'm absolutely nails out of the way. Let's have a look." And of course, there's like muddy footprints all, all. So this is the thing: it does a really good job of uh, like building up to this moment, but also trying to let us piece piece it together so we can kind of understand what's happening. Muddy footprints on the on the on the like in the hallway, but also like up the house as well. Yeah, which is like kind of nuts. It just and it adds all kind that of extra. Flies- Sort of it, unconventional supernatural element yeah. to it, where you're just like, what? The it hell kind is of flies in the face of when there are those logical explanations, because they say, oh, you know, sometimes in grief, parents might, you know, not be able to let someone go, and they might dig, like, dig them up. I but dug him unlike, up and I walked his little. It's unlikely, feet. yeah, that you sort of puppeted <laughs> him into the house. Oh, it is so yeah. good. I like that you just see the back of someone's head before that slowly pans out and you get your first proper look at it yourself as well. That's like quite like show, that, yeah. actually. Like Andy. It's like, oh but again, there like middle middle of the day. Again, I love it when films just like something that should put you in a situation that shouldn't be scary. The middle of the day in this sort of like suburban house, you know, what could what what could possibly be terrifying in there? But little Little dead fella sat at the little in his Sunday best. Obviously, they dug him up from his his funeral. Best, but also something about his face. Sorry, Andy. Can we have a little look again? Have a little look at him. Like it's not a grin, but it's almost just like a. I don't know. It's weird. It's just so strange, isn't it? Like it is perfect, and because we've been we've been accustomed to so many different scares using something like this. You know, you expect a jump scare. You expect a, 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 a a. him to like leap to life or there to be a sudden loud noise or something like that it's just done so well it's like masterful in terms of like everything from the glass knocking over with the milk um to to the eventual movement of the head um you know he puts a spoon up to his nose to see if he's to see if he's breathing yeah juan is very clever he's like yeah just expect at every moment okay well now it's going to leap to life now he's going to leap to life and it just doesn't do it and i think that's what's so good about this film is that it really takes its time with the scares and allows them to like organically build. And it doesn't even always have to have a huge payoff. The payoff can be something as small as his head turning ever so slightly, you know, and yeah. it, because, because they're like Funes says a couple of 
my guys thought they saw him move. You're just watching and you're thinking... We never even see him move. I think I saw him move. Your eyes are on that thing the whole time and it's built up because all the patrolmen that are there when they get there say, can we we wait outside, please? Oh, yeah, they're scared. Don't like being here with this horrible little boy. Oh, you would, though. You would just be like, I've had enough of this, I'm gone. It's with the dirt everywhere. Like, when you're actually, like, watching it again for the second time so knowing that that little boy is going to be sat there and he's been dug up like and seeing you can you're looking for all the footprints and you see that like alicia's like she's covered in dirt like all over because she's like been holding the boy um and the house it's just mucky everywhere so you know that this yeah. boy's been all over the place and he's he sat there it's just so stones still as the grave actually yeah, and is is it's so messed up as well it's not like a fresh corpse that's just come out of the ground that looks like the little boy there's so many like sweet looking corpses in horror if you know what i mean where it's like pet cemetery or something where oh it's it's the boy still like oh it's still lovely whereas this this boy's like messed up like he's rotten he's not he looking sticks. good yeah, he's a yeah, little, oh yeah they slag him off to his face they've obviously <laughs> taken a page out of the ghost books they're like yeah he stinks like a stinks like a bloody corpse because yeah he does doesn't he fucking reeker um, <laughs> he's, um yeah and, and, and then that's where he's like tell you what what i reckon to you as soon as your back's done i'm gonna waz this milk all over the table <laughs> oh see that's so good though, isn't it? because like Imagine him doing it like a cat, like knocks something off, like you're just really still and something like goes, just, yeah, like, just pings, just pings it over. So what's um, happened? Is she? So Alicia's like, I guess, just plonked him at the table and gone, fancy some breakfast? Do you want some frosties? Those are your, those are your favourites. He could have sat there. Is the thing like he could have walked in, and sat there. Is is the yeah, other part, true. which is also really unnerving. Like a like. It, there's either the thought of him going out and making his little bowl of cereal, which is horrible, or him just sat there bone still and Alicia coming in and putting the cereal in front of him, putting this milk in front of him, trying to treat mm. him like a child. And it's literally this 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 fleshed at you. Well, there's oh, that kid who so really likely. likes the really likes the milk to soak into his Weetabix before he'll do it. Oh, I don't want him crunchy. Let it mm. ride. Leaves it leaves it on. Either that or like you know, I haven't got I haven't got kids to have to worry about. But you know, sometimes when it's like you ain't getting down from the table until you finish this. All right then, that's the game, is it? <laughs> it's just it's just such it's just such a it's such a good scene, such a good setup. It reminds me of like a little tagline you read on the back of a book or something, where it's like this little boy was hit by a bus on this date, and then t- and then like I don't know, eight days later, after sat down funeral, for his frosties. After his, after his funeral, he came home. Yes. Yeah. Then his fingers are all chewed up. Home. He's all grubby because they talk about like, look at the, look at his hands. He's like dug himself out of this. Oh, he's dug himself bloody, out of his grave. Yeah. Yeah. He's done. He's done. Oh, Uma loves. Thurman in Kill Bill's tiny little one-inch punch all the way out. Mm. Bang! Go, go, <laughs> mate. <laughs> oh, I I do think part of the magic of terrified a Terrados is as much as what we see is scary. Imagining yourself in those situations is like mind-numbingly scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can you can make light of it a little bit, and you can see it and go, "Oh, that's yeah, that's spooky." But I feel like nothing has quite put me in the shoes of the characters and made me think, "Holy hell, I would absolutely be crapping pant as this film." Like. Like like talking earlier about the woman smacking off the shower, like I I I I would react the same way as mm-hmm. that guy because it feels so visceral. And the guy with the the naked man coming out of his closet who's so confused and trying to kind of act quite normal about it. Like I feel like it's these characters 
committal to keeping things as normal and average as possible that makes it so much more realistic like it feels like what would actually happen because they make stupid choices because you would you would you wouldn't know how to deal with this like because you so... don't, you, you know that people aren't going to believe you and that's what the police yeah. say here like so one is like saying like uh you know you could say that the mom probably do you probably find like bacteria from the corpse on her and these other things I don't think that like that's an explanation you can tell people, but I don't think it's the real one. Yeah, because he's someone who immediately, because you know, we know he later is one of these investigators, so he kind of says like, "This is what's going to happen. Um, you need to send the mother away, and we're going to do something about. We're going we're going to do something about this." Yeah. Um. So, does he meet the the prophet? Is the doctor? Does the doctor turn up here, or is it after they've had the situation where the little boy is? turned up the next day because if if so so first of all obviously they say they're gonna send take the boy away bury him again put some concrete over the top of the grave this time for heaven's sake but his little mate comes to the window sees him and then sees the next event which is that they wrap him up in a little blankie Whack him in the chest freezer. Whack him in the the chest freezer. Isn't the doc? Doesn't the doctor sees him before that though? Because she looks at the body as well. Yeah. So all 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 Breck and um and Yano sees all Breck outside and is like, oh my god, you're that famous paranormal investigator. I have some paranormal stuff if you want to see it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're looking at this house. You want to look over the road? Yeah. Doc, got just the thing. (laughs) And then they go concrete grave on on this poor little boy. Yeah, I mean that's the thing that this family's already had quite a lot of loss because, you know, their their son has died, and now they've also lost their chest freezer because they they put him <laughs> in they they, they put yeah. him in there. I mean, it's a good job that it wasn't full of food; it just happens to be sitting empty. But then when they bury him, they say, "Well, I'll take the freezers, I'll just bury the whole, literally bury the whole thing." But I'll the poor policeman's like, thing. "Fucking hell, size of the hole I'm gonna have to dig." <laughs> Um, the policeman's like connected as well because he was in a relationship with Alicia. Yeah, well, for a second like... I wouldn't like I did wonder like it doesn't play out that way. I was like, oh, is there going to be uh, you know, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the boy, or is that something like is it an illegitimate child that he's is connected with but he hasn't ever openly said? It doesn't go in that direction, but it feels like there's more to it with that relationship as it comes along throughout the film. That's mm-hmm. another thing, though, that I think makes it feel really human. Like, there's no real explanation. They don't need to be connected. Like, it's just yeah. like, oh yeah, this is this is this is a small town. This is this community. This was yeah. This is my ex girlfriend. And it kind of plays in a little bit more later, but it's not necessary. And I I think that also mm. makes it kind of human again. It's just like okay, yeah, yeah not everything has to mean something. Not necessary. It doesn't mean something, but also like it doesn't feel forced. Though. It doesn't. Look yeah. It's just like jammed in to make you think. Oh, this is even okay. This is how, this is how it works. I have to have these things. So yeah, it was it was cool. I like a, I like a little thread that it doesn't have to go somewhere, but it's like a little bit of an interesting. But we do have a connection between the characters that shows that the policeman is interested because he does know this woman, and he mm-hmm. kind of doesn't want her to be implicated or blamed for anything that. Has this supernatural explanation? Yeah, because they pretty much agree to just go and put the boy back and just that's concrete it, really. him in. So he stops. So he stops. Concrete coming back. him in and don't make a don't make a big deal about it. All right, come on, just get him back in the grave and move on. Move yeah, on come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, we've got some paranormal investigation to do, and then I guess this is the point now where the guy has signed the papers 
So now they have their permission to do... Do we cut back to the prison, in fact, where it goes, right, absolutely love to investigate this. If you could just sign this for us, please. Sign the release. Yeah, mm. yeah, we get a little release sign. I think we meet every, we meet all the, the doctors, the boys taken away, and then it's like, yeah, sign up. They turn up, and Dr. Rosenstock comes with them, who's like... Mm. Is he an American? He's not a um, native Spanish speaker because he struggles with some of the words. Yeah, he says a few things in English as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. says darkness and light, but mm. I assume there are both words in Spanish for both darkness and light, but um, he says it as if it's a phrase in English at some point. Mm. Mm. He's, like yeah. the he's like the chaotic one out of the three, isn't he? He's, the he's just loving it. He's like, wait, <laughs> yeah, he let's go. He is loving it. He is just like, this is great. <laughs> he doesn't seem to mind that much when he gets his when he's getting the, his hand blood slurped out by that knife. Oh, the that. sucking. Oh my God, that is the next bit, isn't it? Yeah. Oof. So that this, in fact, we might as well cover it now. So they're doing investigations. They're split between the two houses, right? So there's three. two of them, three, three houses. Yeah. Each one of them takes, so each one of them takes a house and then uh, Funes is just like, he's mingling. He's flitting in between <laughs> all of them. He's like, I'll go over here for a bit. Go over here, everyone all right in here? But yeah. This, and again, you're like, uh, initially, I was like, why are they all doing it separately? Like, that feels silly. But then it's almost like, okay, but they're, I guess they're kind of all looking for the same thing and they're all, they're all in connection. In, so, in, which yeah. house is Rosenstock in? Because this is where we get the first part. Which of the houses is he in? Is he, he naked is in? Yeah, Walter's okay. tiny, tiny ass man's house. Mm -hmm. So um, he's there and he's. Mora is in the house of the couple from the start. Yeah. And Jan Jano, is that how you said his name? Hanno, yeah. Hanno is in um Little Dead Boy's house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Little Dead Boy's girl. <laughs> yeah, so they're they're all they're all there. And then we see Dr. Rosenstock has the first event. He's just, as you might do, kind of wind chiming the cutlery in the um in the kitchen, just sort of brushing his hand it is very him. supernatural though it's all stuck to the bottom of the shelf by some magical compulsion and he's like oh that's a bit spooky lovely Just whack my hand in here and then um in doing that <laughs> then a knife pierces his hand sort of against the the kitchen cabinet and at, at first um they're trying to pull it through free but he realizes that it's having a bit of a it's having a bit of a drink of his blood it's slurping him up like a caprison Ooh. Refreshing. That's my reaction to that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> it would it would come ever so sharp, I think, if it happened to you. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think it would sting like a knife through the hand and then blood drawn from the wound. The way that they uh like do it in the effects as well, like proper practical with the, the blood going upwards, like yeah. you see it getting pulled up. Like it's not just it's this the, the again, it's it's kind of that separation from reality where it's it's not quite it's not just sucking blood from a wound. It's literally sucking blood from the whole area. Like his whole hand is being pulled from to being kind of pull like it around the edges. and pulled up there. Yeah, like, like whatever this is, it's a little freak. Yeah. It's a and little it's a freak. Real um, thirsty freak. It's slapping yeah. him right off. And Funes um, is like, whatever is in there, I'm going to shoot it in the face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, open and then this all cupboard. of the cutlery like, sw like swooshes to one side as well, doesn't it? He just constantly looks like Oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, going I love Funes. Like he's a real he one for great. sure. 
Like he's there, he's going, I've got a heart problem. I can't hear very well. Also, I'm really scared and I want to leave. Also, I'm just going to, I'm just going to shoot this thing when I open the cupboard, open the cupboard, nothing's there. All the cutlery moves. And he's like, oh God, get me out. I've had enough. I guess it's similar to the way Walser opened the wardrobe earlier, expecting some sort of spooky Narnia situation, but no, it's just a, just all the shirts. Mm. Oh, Um, there's another film and I can I can't remember the name of it, but it's about like someone's family member that dies. Oh, my God. This is like the haziest memory of a film. Someone's family member that dies. It might be their mother or something. And act and like they think that they're gone. But actually, they're this little like creature that lives in the wardrobe and comes out and looks at them at night. And this film really mm. is like draws from that kind of with the oh. this guy and um the just there's, there's other bits that it kind of that kind of reminds me of that i have a faint memory of either is that it, or written a film in my it head may, it fairly, it may, it, fairly new or, or fairly old because oh, oh. it sounds a bit like relic not the relic but relic love was, relic yeah that yeah. was great i love that reminds Anything me a little like... bit of reminds me a little bit of the pact that's one where a mother dies and then there's a creepy old man that lives in like a fake thing and he crawl comes out of the wall and he's I don't Maybe. think he's a ghost. I think he's a. I think he's just a spooky man that lives in the house. Yeah, there is a. There's a. There's a spooky man. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's that. The pact. It's, I think it's called. Be about got it from that. Eight to ten years. That maybe. might be it. Maybe that's it. The pact. A woman struggles to come to grips with her past in the wake of her mother's death and the disappearance of her sister. That must be it. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what. Well, yeah, I good description. Like that. that was good. That was a good get. Good get. That's five point seven. Actually, that was rated quite well. I have to watch that again after. Get on the pact. Um, yeah. So the spooky the the they have the incident with the cupboard. Is this then when Puinez phones phones Juano next door and says, "Tell you what, mate, I am freaking out." And he's and he says back to him, "You buy the you buy the kitchen window." Oh no! Oh yeah, that is no, that. No, that is- no. Because Hannah's so, like, calm this is down. So good. It's like you by the kitchen window. Oh, You're not naked, are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this got me good. This yeah, this got was me so good. good. I oh. swore. I swore. Oh, I was, a little swear. Was, a little swear. Little cheeky swear. I was. Yeah, it got me. I just wasn't expecting it. I just thought, oh, that's 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 interesting. You can kind of see it. One way, but not the other way. Then there's that sort of thing about how it exists yeah. in the light, and it's like it's like the, the light refracting in some way is is it's perspectives. To see it. Perspectives, yeah, yeah. Because Rosenstock says like it's all a matter of perspective, and and there's loads of perspectives you can see things from. Um, just before that, and maybe I think it's just before that. Oh, Rosenstock, look at this guy under the bed. Like, like, look, if you see, if you look at this bit, nothing in the bed. Oh, yeah. the end, he's loving yeah. it too much. You see his little feet putting out. You'd be quite tempted, it? even in a scary situation, to give him a little tickle, wouldn't you? You'd yeah, like, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Rosentalk's just a just a feet guy, I reckon. Yeah, he's like, look look at these under there. Yeah, really love these little piggies. Pops out, gives him a proper scare, and I think that's when Funes is like, "That's enough. This Rosenstock's a real weirdo. I'm, like, I'm gonna ring Hanno." Then Hanno's like, "Oh, are you are you by the window, looking around at the different angles, seeing the guy, not seeing the guy?" Oh, yeah, he's like, is, and he's like playing with it. He's like, "Now I see him." Yeah, it just no, draws you in, doesn't it? You it draws you in, and I'm all, and you're like, "What's happening?" What's, it does make you kind of like almost lean in a bit, which is yeah. In terms of jump scares, like. I think those are the best ones. The ones that genuinely make you 
like forget that this potentially is a is gonna be a jump scare and just lean in to trying to find out mm-hmm. more from this particular shot and then bang yeah gotcha you think you're, you think you're safe because you're watching a he's not taking it super seriously he's looking either way kind of like interested researcher it goes on for so long seeing this guy appear and disappear with the the bend of his head and you think you're safe because everything so far has been contained to the houses that they're in. And this guy is across yeah. the road in that house. You think, okay, cool. What's he going to do? Say so, boo from across the road, nothing's going to happen. And then when that jump scare comes where he's right outside the window of Hanno's window, it's like, oh my God, like that's not allowed. This isn't supposed to happen. You've yeah. broken all the rules. What are you doing? You've kind of leapt <laughs> forward. It's a nice way of like, I guess, probably the most wanky film, film student thing ever I'm going to say, but like it's... <laughs> It's almost like like the window that he's looking through is like us watching on the screen. And then he's jumped forward out of the mm. screen where he is in the other house and he has penetrated that. So I guess psychologically for us, that's like he's pretty much come out of the screen and could get us. Um, yeah, it's mm. it's really effective. Genuinely, I had a little, little gasp watching this bit as well. Yeah. I had to have a little break for like my phone rang or like I had to go and do something. So I'd stepped away for a few minutes and I came back to carry I had to start on remembering movie. Pokemon all over And then again. it went that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to pause and like start thinking. <laughs> I had the same, I had the similar coping mechanism when I used to watch horror films is that I used to play uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Green Hill Zone in my head. So oh, if, I was te- nice. if I was terrified at night, I just close my eyes and just start playing it in my head. Okay. Over here. Jump on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Jump over here. Well, watch out for the spikes. Yeah, it's oh, good. Like, take yourself away mentally to get rid of the scares. I think between the three of us, we've got all of the right coping strategies to deal with any type of <laughs> situation. Any any scenario, I would say. Divan beds. <laughs> Divan beds. Mr. Yeah. Muscle. Mental disconnection from the horrible moments. <laughs> I used to watch Adventure Time. That was the one. I'd put cartoon like, well, like I'd watch a horror film back when I wasn't very sturdy as a horror watcher. I'd watch a horror film or two and be like, I'm gonna have a bad dream if I go to bed now. So I need to watch Adventure Time for a while. Like I'd just yeah. put Cartoon Network on for about half an hour and be like, Whew. if yeah. it wasn't Adventure Time and it was like Adventures of Gumball or something, I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> only this has the dispelling effects. Come on, I'm gonna have to wait for it to roll around when's the next adventure time on seven o'clock tomorrow okay it's going to be a long, <laughs> long night it's cleansing oh. your cleansing your brain before no, you're right i back in the day i did things like that as well you i think you're right like an like a cartoon network or something an excellent yeah. mental sorbet to to like cleanse that palette <laughs> nightmares this is what i used to quite often watch a dvd again much younger back at my parents house as a as a teenager, I'd have like a DVD on late at night after everyone else had gone to bed. On one occasion, I was desperate not to fall asleep. So I had, you know, got up, got off the sofa, tried to, and eventually, because I was tired, should have just gone to bed, fell asleep during the grudge on oh. like the living room floor. Oh, like yeah. I fell asleep on the living room floor watching it. And then I woke up as it was ending, which is when there is a ghost lady's face inches from the camera doing that. Uh, <laughs> I woke up to that and I was like, well, I'm awake now. <laughs> That's just if you fell asleep, if you fell asleep watching, Johnny Bravo one, it'll be all right. If you fell asleep watching any DVD, you were screwed because after the credits it would go immediately back to the main menu. <laughs> oh, like classic DVDs like the original Family Guy ones have an incredibly loud looping soundtrack. <laughs> oh my god, I remember it vividly one of the first sleepovers i had 
I hated sleepovers as a kid. I was supposed to like them to like hang out and watch films. And, you know, cause like there's that kind of unspoken bit of girlhood as well, where you're all supposed to band together and, and like do each other's nails and stuff. And I hated it. I wanted to sleep in my own bed, but I braved this sleepover and I went over and they put on the freaking Polar Express <laughs> and left that on. And it Wait. went back to the menu uh, and I was like, I, I, everyone had fallen asleep watching this film. We went back to the menu. I was like CGI Tom Hanks on repeat for two hours. And the girl's sister was in the room as well, right? She chewed socks while she sleeps. Like, that was just something she did. So she had this sock hanging out of her mouth, lit by the Polar Express telly that was just looping and looping and looping. I literally, I nearly had a breakdown in this bed was it thinking even I, I was need it even to be Christmas? anywhere else. <laughs> No, Tom it Hanks wasn't even Christmas. Face. I hate it was that. A horrible. I like anyone... It's July. It's July. Christmas so let's on Polar Express. And everybody I've have been... a sock each. I've not watched it since. I can't put it on. Like, that's, that's the pretty... true horror. That's pretty scary. And everyone's Ugh. horrible CGI faces. Tom it's like Beowulf, yeah. innit? Yeah, it's that oh, early. Yeah. It's kind of like oh, early no. big production CGI, right? Yeah, the mm. Final Fantasy spirits in them with all those lovely hair follicles. And then for years after that, because people didn't want to spend 50 million on a haircut, <laughs> they had like um, just that weird, slightly shiny CGI, which is even worse when it's meant to be like a real actor, like a Tom Hanks. Didn't like it. Didn't like it. Give me the naked man coming out of the bed. <laughs> if you're like, oh, thank goodness, at least you're not a really uncanny Tom Hanks. Get in. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll scooch over. I know it's only a single. We can spoon. <laughs> no, he's bloody massive. That's uh, all. I bet he's uh, got cold feet as well. He probably put them on your back. No, uh, <laughs> no. I think I'd be big spoon on him. Just like yeah. cling to the back. <laughs> right, you're going uh, against the wall, but don't flip me out. All right, of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Funes goes back to where uh what's his flavor is? Yano. Goes Yano, back to where yeah. he is. Um this is kind of a weird scene as well, isn't it? Because you can he goes in, Yano's nowhere to be seen. Obviously, we know that he's obviously been got by a ghoulie. But just hears banging from coming coming from inside the little cabinet. <laughs> like the kitchen island. Trapped in cabinet, trapped in cabinet. Can he get yeah. out? Can he get will out? he get, will out? He get out? out? Of course, of course he, will. he will. <laughs> On this occasion, though, <laughs> Noel Fielding yes. would have been wrong because he can't get out. He's like, "Get us out!" I put a glass in my eyes. And he goes, when did that happen? The eyes are bloody stinging. Glass in Got shards of glass in my eyes. I left. I was only on the phone to you a minute ago. <laughs> I can't leave your leg for a second. <sighs> <laughs> they're proper minging as well his eyes like he's got glass in him but they're like proper little pustules like he's gone full yeah. sam neil like outward like, like oh, yeah it's so big... swollen they're like prolapses they've got prolapse eyes yeah, they're quite they're quite shiny they're quite shiny as well it's like yeah. he's replaced his eyes with jolly ranchers yeah he's... <laughs> really chewed go to spec savers what seems to be the problem Prolapse eyes. I'm afraid. Prolapse eyes. How did you do that? Shards of glass in them. Prolapse eyes. I like how when Funes gets him out, 
I was I was going back and forth thinking I could see a ghosty from particular angles. He comes at me at the window and jams a load of shards in my eyes, whacks me in the kitchen island and leaves me to it. <laughs> oh man. It is again though, again, just to take it serious, like it's another one of those things where you see it and it's absurd. It's just that whole line of absurd, absurd all the time. It's a man trapped in a cupboard going, I've got glass in my eyes. Like <laughs> that, you're like, oh, come on. Oh, come on, Yano, grow up. But like, actually, what the hell? Someone's been shoved inside an incorporeal cupboard through time and space that they can only scream yeah. from as they're being like actually physically tortured and bleeding out the hole. Oh, yeah. horrible! Fune, but Fune's you've been whacked like, in a luminous, actually... luminal space. You're stuck. You're stuck with it. You're right. And I think, in many ways, the service we provide while we're doing our hangout is that if you've watched this film, you're going to get nightmares. Listen to us chat on about it. We'll have made it so ridiculous that you'll <laughs> yeah. you'll be safe from nightmares. You'll know. Yeah. Oh, what would what would the guys say, say about this? Well, they'd say it was a foolish thing to be stuck <laughs> in a cabinet. Um, get out the box. Get a divan. You're all right. Um, well, F- Fune, what, what's good though is that Funes literally goes, nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> get get some out of this. Actually, you know what? Fuck this. Is that, have you not off. heard about my absolute laundry list of health problems? I'm not getting involved with this. Um, uh, I'll go and see what. Dr. Say it to Yano doing. multiple times. He's fully like, you know my little problem. You know my little problem. Yano, my little problem. My like, little ticker. Okay. My little ticker's fucked. Yeah. Um, what's wrong with him? What's I've got ear and aid that goes all Silent Hill the second the ghost is coming fans. anywhere near us. I've got, got ear and aid. I've uh, got genital warts recurring. Oh, Just keep coming back over that. and over again. Did you not mention that? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's what he's though. referring to. He talks about his little problems. That... I bet he has though, sleeping around with everybody in the old, uh, in the old small town. Yeah. All the mums. Yeah. I can't believe you're, you're slut is. Oh yeah, I should sorry. Yeah, sorry it's all about sex positivity shaving. now, Ben. Come on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Plus, you could just get a bit. Of, uh, you can get a cream that gets rid of them fairly quickly. I've been told. Yeah, just take a, just uh, take a wide <laughs> spectrum antibiotic. You'll be alright. Um. Anyway, so he's trapped. So he thinks I know will help me here, Doctor Albrecht. I'll go and I'll go and see her. She is having the most success with any ghost. So she's looking. She's in the couple's house, right? And she's looking through this Ooh. crack in the wall that she's clearly been picking at because it's it's quite opened up at this point and she's seeing it I think yes. that's just the house shifting just to throw my two cents I think it's just opening I think it's just <laughs> it's just open <laughs> sorry I'm making yeah. my own joke it's uh <laughs> it's it's just <laughs> no no I'm like Oh wait! You yeah, finished that point. she hasn't touched it it's just it's just the shifting of the house it's more more uh Psychic activity, isn't it? Don't yeah. touch it; it will open gradually on its own. Okay. Yeah. No need so to. So she's coax leaving it. it to its own space. She's, uh, well, she is doing a bit of coaxing. Though you say that, Ben, because you see in there, it's only Walter, Ghost Walter, in mm. the um, this is scary, in the yeah. in the space. And he's he's kind of looking out. He's like a little. He's a bit gollumy. He's having a look out through the thing. She's saying, "Come on, come out. We'll give you. We'll be all right, little little fella." <laughs> Come on out. Give, we got custom creams out here. Come on, have a look. Finis comes. That's all right. You do do as much DIY as you want. I was never doing any DIY. There's <laughs> <laughs> nothing so, to do with me. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, come on, come out. And then Finis comes in and she's kind of distracted and she says, What's going on? So, well, w- one of my mates is trapped in a cabinet. Other guy has gone completely off the deep end. Um, mm. What are we going to do? 
Um, and Dr. Albrecht kind of goes, you haven't, you haven't had any of the tap water, have you? No. no I haven't. And then she, this is where she posits the theory that there are, she talks about the different dimensions and the, there is an aggress, there are aggressive spirits coming through and the water is kind of like a conduit for them to pass through. Right? Yes. Yeah. And there's just, literally, she's just like, actually, there's dimensions like an orange and there's loads of segments and water slips through. And then she's like, and that's it. Like, that's all you get for the explanation of the, the ghosty ghoulie monsters of this film. It's just they're, they're a bit watery. Yeah, they, they, they can move about through the water, best not drink it. But they're, they're all over mm. the place and they're bad. Actually, though, hearing your description, Finez, of what's been cracking on with the other two, I think we need to stop this investigation immediately. But she doesn't really get to go beyond that because, like you said earlier, she's uh, taken her eye off the crack. That's sorry, that looks very claw-like then. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. I'm going to find claw. my claw zone. That's it. The claw comes through, <laughs> lunges out, and then just gives her a cheeky little head snap. Just twists uh, her neck off. Gutted. That's so good, that scare. Love that. It's a, a long, creepy... What was it? Like a, just a horrible, creepy, long limb. Is it Walter? Yeah. Are we meant to think that that is Walter? Or what he's become? She thinks has, it's Walter. I don't know if it actually is, because he's been absolutely... Has it become the spooky naked man? Because he seems like the like the malevolent force behind it, or is he just another victim? No, there's more than one spooky naked man as well. Like under the bed, oh, there's yeah. three. There was like two. there's different faces. Oh, three. Okay, all bundled up. Under I thought there, three. Aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Um. So this is this is an this is, could be Walter. It could be like manipulate like manipulated Walter because he you know he's been shoved in the wall, or it could be someone else. But like he comes out, the claw comes out. Funes has an absolute mad one, has a massive heart attack. And then you see it crawling out just in the in mm. the uh like background of the shot whilst yeah. Funes is rolling this is around. Terrifying. But again, another and, good shot where like it starts with you like the back of Funes's head and then yeah. it kind of like pans around and you see it. It's a bit necromorphy, isn't it? Like yeah. I thought that with the with the glowing eyes. Mm, the yeah. it's uh, the it's the one long arm with its like claw bits, and then the other one's kind of like a like it's normal, and he's got this, this massive lump of flesh across him, like it it's it's something incomprehensible again. But they don't even try and show it you that they just give you bits of this this creep uh, as as Funes is rolling around, absolutely ignoring it, which I really like. He's just like I'm busy having a heart attack. Don't bother. <laughs> that's, that's his coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. This is this is this is his list of Pokemon species. He's like, ah, sorry, can't concentrate on being scared now. Heart <laughs> ceasing to work. <laughs> Fully um, like the granddad from The Simpsons. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Jokes aside, like I think the effects that we've seen here and all of the creatures of this is some of the most effective bits because the I think we touched on it earlier, the uncanny nature of it that they that they put out there, that it looks quite human, but not quite, and it's misshapen and it's distorted. And we we see it in ways that it's for the amount of time we see it on screen, it's hard to fully comprehend, like with all the mess of bodies under a bed. Did you see two faces? Did you see three? How is that? How do those legs relate to that that body? Like, it's really well done. And it's timed, I would say, to perfection for the amount of time that you can get a good look at it enough to be scared, but it's not like you're going to see it for long enough to be like, oh, okay, that's how it. that's how it's meant to look. It's always got that air of mystery to it. 
And this is what you get while it's creeping up behind us. It's obscured enough that you just know, oh God, I kind of don't want to see this whole thing. Yeah. I love its weird little hand as well, like the claw, like because it's it's not quite like the long pointy claw hand that you would see of a classic, like elongated pale monster. It's a bit, it just looks a bit alien because it's like the, Oh, I, I'm, I was so fixated on the fingers because they're kind of squared yeah. off like instead yeah. so they just look really weird they look really really weird and they still have like tactileness to them but are so oh I just think they're almost like an space. alien war of the world hand that comes out of that yeah. spaceship at yeah. the end the three fingered is it monstrous do you think it's definitely like a, a ghost is it like an interdimensional thing some sort of cosmic horror so uh, you, know, you mentioned aliens and then obviously it could be from um, demonic, from what I guess. Mora or, or I was saying um from Dr. Albrecht's like version of it being she said this is just a theory so anything could actually be right but from her saying that what what she says in the film is that is that they're microscopic organisms that come through the water so I think the the things that we see Oh, and she says that they can possess people and hurt them. So I think the things we see mm. are all human or were all human at some point and that have been taken to this other dimension and kind of Hellraiser style have been left there to be tortured for forever, basically. Mm. Um, you know, because the, the, a little bit later, which we'll get to, she, she runs out saying we're all being tortured. Um, so like, I think that that thing is Walter. The guys under the under the bed, I, you know, I, I don't know who they are or what they are, but I think they once were a person because they look so humanoid, but they've been taken over by these microscopic entities and are just kind of doing their bidding now. Um, the boy drank the water. He's he's a beastie, he's a ghoulie now. You know, like everything else is kind of accounted for by this water theory. Um, mm. Like it could be Clara. One of the long man could be Clara after she's been doused in water from the shower as well, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's really good because then thinking about it, I haven't had time to fully absorb all the probably countless video essays that will be all over YouTube on it as well. But it's very nice that like you could come away from this, certainly a, a first watching with a supernatural explanation. Is it ghosts? You could have a sci-fi explanation. Mm. Are these biological organisms that can warp and control a human body like parasites? Like... It's really, really interesting that there's different angles that you can take on this. Mm. Makes it makes it richer and a big fan of it not being explicitly explained in the text of the movie as well. Yeah, oh, because there is that one bit as well where Dr. Rosenstock says we're in the nest. Like this is just before oh, yeah. um, Dr. Albrecht gets yeah. absolutely whopped by that hand. Uh, like, cause he's calling her and saying we're in the nest and she's like, oh, I'm glad you found it. I know you've been looking for it or words to that effect. Mm -hmm. So this could be something completely alternate to any of their theories or things that are going on. And it could be this like hive of all these creatures or where everyone goes when, when they're taken by these like, parasites or things that are in the water it's like this massive collection point from this dimension maybe it's all the dimensions if it is like the naranja like maybe it is all the different segments coming together and they're all different types of creatures like because they all look kind of humanoid maybe yeah. you know the um the, the guy with the long claw and the fleshy thing maybe that's from one dimension and then the long boys are from another dimension and then you know corpse boy has been brought back by something else because he's kind of undead and he has all this like corpse flesh you never know yeah like like woodlice yeah. many names for, for oh, different variations yes the grandfather <laughs> grandfather get him in um Great yeah ideas, though, definitely, so I think 
A lot of that makes sense. So yeah, when we see, Alicia do we comes see in there? Hanno comes back out as well, right? So he comes out of the kitchen cabinet and he's got his his prolapsed eyes. Yeah. Um, Fuentes goes right. I've had enough of this, and this is where Doctor Albrecht falls out. And we we have to speak about this one because her yeah. coming, it's him in the car getting ready to escape and. Almost this is after Alicia's collected him, though. Oh yes, sorry, oh, Alicia's yeah. come. Alicia's come out and he's gone. Uh, my ticker's cop copping it, and then Alicia. For we have, I'm not sure if we've named her. She is the little boy's mother, and she is furious with him that her, you know, that they've reburied her son. We did hear an answer phone message. We saw an answer phone message earlier that the friend had said, "Tell you what, uh, my son's." tape something disturbing we need to find a way to contact you um tell you what's happened so she has gone and then i assume she's drilled him back out of the ground because he's back he's in the car <laughs> yeah unless they yeah, maybe, they, maybe right. they didn't have time to concrete to put the concrete in they had someone coming to do a quote for that so in yeah. the time in, in the time it's happened she's gone and got him out she's, and she's got him out he could have got supernaturally out. got out and she's just turned up and been like oh get in Tell you what, I'll save it Yeah, I, I, I do really like how all of these kind of things in the background seem like superfluous story elements, but they do actually all tie together, like Alicia turning up just at the right moment. That seems a little like, oh, okay, he's just had a heart attack, we're moving the plot on. But mm. it's it's from you know the friend videoing where you think, what's he gonna do with that? And he doesn't do anything, and it and then his his mom rings up and he's like, Oh, my son's video called you. Um, but you only find that out after he's answered the phone and given her the number of mm. um where she is, because they're yeah, they've of, taken over the house for the investigation, right? So he's oh, you yeah. can catch her at this number. So she, they only know that that's why she's looking for her to basically tell her these things have happened. Mm. Yeah, and then because she oh, yeah, finds out. Number. She finds out, goes to the police off the police office, kicks up such a stink that they where he is, and she turns up just the right time. So it all actually makes sense in the background mm -hmm. rather than just being these these strange little bits, which you don't. I don't. I didn't clock that at first. It's like thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, oh yeah, that was very tight actually. In a less effective horror movie, and I think at the moment we're seeing a trend of these things starting to creep up a little bit. For me, horror movies, regardless of genre, 80, 90 minutes is bang on and this film yes. is 84 something like that 84 87 something like that one with... it's one hour 27 yeah look at that and that's with music mm. um so yeah so it's really really good times for me we've seen a lot of things recently i think some of my even the films i've enjoyed like my critique would be there are some things that are like well when i've seen things that are like two hours 210 again coming up and I can I can live with a, a two hours ten movie. I can live with a three hour movie if everything about it is essential. But sometimes, quite recently, I've seen films that are quite long, and I think in a less effectively made film, we'd have seen that little boy showing that video to his mom. We'll yeah. have had that character trying to make the calls. We'll have seen the scene where she turned up at the police station and made a scene until they told her where her son had been reburied, and we didn't need it i mean it's things that you can catch and it adds value to a second watch to really grasp what's happened but these are all cool things that you can just go okay this has happened out of our point of view we stayed where the action was and then these things can develop mm. and it can efficiently tell us what what has gone on out of our out of our vision mm -hmm. yeah for sure the 
like too long movie like god bless i love terrifier too but it did not need to be two hours oh, and a yeah, bit of course. like that like if that were a tight 90 minutes that would be oh chef's kiss but the two hours <laughs> i think was they could have done indulgent. it i think they could have done it i mm. think there's there's a there's a great 85 90 minute movie to be cut out of that yeah for sure yeah just that's what jumps to mind straight away because like I don't know if I'm watching if I'm watching a three hour movie. I'm just not going to watch it is the truth. I'm not going to watch three hours of something like unless it's like seminal. I really have to watch it, like Mm -hmm. put it in front of me sort of thing. I remember watching like the house that Jack built and like enjoying it and it being like a bit of Lars von Trier or whatever. But it didn't need to be as long as it was. It was one of those ones where it's just everything's so indulgent. Like I just want an hour and a half, like two (laughs) hours at a very massive push three hours is it's too much of a film like if i need an interval to get through it like i don't i'm not as invested or if you're gonna have or if you're gonna have the guilt that oh well that's the main thing i'm getting done today then because i yeah like i respect it and i respect the medium but i also respect myself and my time so yeah yeah they need to respect your time as well (laughs) the same yeah It's, it's 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 a huge factor and it it drives me there are some great films I know a great like outside of horror but I have not found the time to watch yet like I really yeah. still want to watch The Green Knight I really still want to watch June but I know they're both quite long and like I'm just not sure that like it becomes a commitment you have to plan it to when you're going to get it to to watch it as part of your day it's not like yeah. oh this is 80 minutes you know what that's only a little bit over an hour I can put that time in yeah mm. and especially like when you when you've got loads to do in an evening as well something you can throw on that's 90 minutes have it on in the background the action happens quite fast so you can keep up with it whilst you're making your tea or something i know this is sacrilegious to film as an art form but it's also realistic in it like mm. i want something yeah, i can cook my pasta to sometimes yeah yeah we the fact is that you live in the real world like going to the cinema is one thing but even then tell you what go to the cinema a film's three hours long i ain't getting a dinner in or popping for a drink either side of that although it's got to get back the dogs will have their legs crossed you got to get back you can't long films are a logistical nightmare <laughs> dogs are the oh not like the resident evil demo again the dogs are going to be furious yeah. with you go to cinema I mean, playing least, game i'll tell you what at least at least capcom expect me to do that at home i didn't so I'll tell you what andy go out <laughs> go, yeah. go, go go somewhere that's a 20 minute drive from home oh, come on. <laughs> okay so um what happens? So, yeah, so Alicia's got what's his what's his face? The little boy in the back seat. Funes comes out. She he he wants to go to hospital. Alicia's like, jump on in, take a seat next to my dead son. And he but says, you buried you know again, and I'm pissed off about. By the way, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm pissed off that you dug him up again. Well, I'm pissed off that you buried him again. This could go on forever. Um, no, look, we'll agree to disagree. Please take me to the hospital. She goes, now nah, I'm Funes, going in actually. So Funes is like, I'm just gonna do it myself. You know, see you later. Um, but what does he do? He doesn't drive himself to hospital. He just drives well, so off. For he's a bit. in the car, but this is where we get the bit from. Genuinely, oh, okay. like lip that was later lifted for smile. To be fair to them, it doesn't like she doesn't run up and then her head fall down. She comes running out the house with her head fully bobbling about. Yeah, like, it's already with a, gone. With a broken neck. Make it some but it is as well, right? incredibly, incredibly on the on the money that that is exactly what they must have been inspired by there is no way i hope so i think that's a really neat reference to have like dug Mm. up again um but like the way that she runs out and 
you can tell something's wrong, but not quite what it is because you see her come from the door and you're literally you're in the car with Funes looking up at a doorway. So already that's quite a small shot. And then you see her, you're like, something's up with her head. It looks like a bit of chewed gum. And then she comes forward running, like not just walking, but running. And you realise it's because her neck is bent all the way down and her head's upside down. And Funes is like, ah, get out of here. Like that's, again, it's such another glimpse of something yeah. terrifying didn't you, like, didn't you say something like that there's still time to save us but we are being tortured in this horrible yeah, place You've but we are come being and do this tortured <laughs> can I, time is a factor here because we yeah. are being tortured unfortunately she doesn't actually explain simply and concisely how they can be saved and he goes i have just had a heart attack i'm gonna have to go yeah, um, yeah. i'm gonna <laughs> park up in a lay-by and talk to me mates on the walkie-talkie yeah, yeah, yeah so he gets there and he goes Enrique, what's good on it? And Enrique, who is his deputy that wanted to leave earlier on, so we've we've met him the once. He goes, I'll tell you what. Oh, is that Guzman? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think he's like, oh, so sorry, mate. Like this, um, your ex came shouting the odds down at the police station. I had to tell her where you were eventually, so she's um, headed along. But I'm, I've actually, I've turned up there now myself. Actually, I might go and he's like, no, mate leave Get immediately out of there oh one two one as fast as you can if you don't mind please yeah. um and then we immediately hear like some sort of something happening on the other end of the radio so he's like i have to get bloody back there aren't i oh dear i might yeah. have had a heart attack but i have to put i have to uh, <laughs> so, go through with it over time <laughs> this, heart, think... this heart attack seems secondary at this point i think it just yeah. settled itself his eyes were rolling back in his head earlier and now he's like, just like, give his head a wobble, got him straight on and it's like, let's go. Yeah. I think it's because he has that moment of like, I can save them. I'm going to go and do this. Mm. Like, cause Enrique says, all right, I am getting out of there. So he has no reason to go back, but he does decide to probably, um, he does go shouting for Alicia as well. So I think he kind of has that moment of mm. God, I did tell her, I did tell her that she was insane and bury her son twice. So I probably should go and get her out of the house. Yeah. Right. I tell T- you totally, what. totally fair. I think that he mm. said that. Yeah. Uh, like, so we get... I've, I've had time to reflect on it. I'm going to go and try <laughs> I'm going to try and make this right now. I think if I, if I had my time again, would do a couple of these things differently. So I'm going to try and set things right. He gets to the house. Um, do we see Alicia? first or is it little boy first she's in the background of a shot so you spot yeah. her but he doesn't hmm. so and you could good. miss her so he goes to little boy's room what happens here because all of oh, the door slam really i tell you what as much as he wants to make things right he has stopped off down the shell and got himself a couple of big cans of petrol i don't i don't know a more technical solution but you know what will probably put an end to this? I'm just going to burn it down. And he's wazzing yeah. the petrol all over the place. Little boy, he opens that door and the we get another super blink in your message. He opens the door and that little kid's just like, he opens the door and he's just there. He's like, oh, mm. not that one. It's like when Muppet Babies yeah. open the door. Pour some petrol like on the door. door. He's like... <laughs> yeah. Pour some petrol on the door. That's the answer to that. It's up. Yeah, petrol in there. Did you just um, say it was like Muppet Babies? And yeah, like when Gonzo opens the door and it's like Darth Vader's there or a train's coming or something. It's like, oh, fuck, close that. <laughs> <laughs> a train's coming. Um, and this, and that's yeah. when he, t- he he finds Alicia as well, who's uh, she's only gone and hung herself. Yeah. Well, and he, lament, he laments that for a minute or two and then he goes, 
Might as well burn. Wax some, <laughs> wax some petrol on you as well, he, I he, guess. He waxed some petrol on her as well. That like that is. I feel like I don't know. It seems, seems pretty intense, <laughs> but <laughs> just put it around her. I would not literally have it on you as well, burn you. But um, he comes. He comes outside the side of the house and he's trying to light his matches. And this is a pretty good one as well. Again, have we seen something like this before in or afterwards where something's getting blown out? I feel like is it in the others with Nicole Kidman? Is there like a a moment where somebody blows out a a candle or something like that? I don't know. It, it felt like it felt like one of those scares that I've seen before. The vibe. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, he's trying that... to trying to light the match matches. They keep going out. Bloody hell! It's a bit. You know, he should get himself a lovely, lovely Some lighter. Cooks matches. But now old old prolapse eyes appears, and he's the one who's been blowing <laughs> it out. He's the one who's been blowing it out all along. And is that pretty much it? Is that? I think we we no, ended on that bit. He's got him, has he? He's got the blower. He's blowing them all out. All the matches. He gets out his gun. He shoots the petrol. Burns That's it up. Right, yeah. And then they get. Then they flash back to the police station where this time they're asking uh, Mr. Juan for. It's Juan, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the neighbor from the beginning, right? Oh, yeah. Mr. Metti. The yeah. They they get him back and are like, uh, "We actually need your testimony for this. It's not like official or anything, but can you tell us what they were doing around your house with these freaks? Because." You know, this this guy's gone and burnt them all alive. Um, or there's and, a bunch of people gone like missing. A as well, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's so on they, the run. They've all gone missing. Uh, but he's that Guzman testifies to seeing him burn people in there whilst they were still alive in there. Mm. And then Mr. Bull Metty looks down and he's like, Did you bring that guy with you? Oh he's yeah. that guy. <laughs> and then passed points- at this point as well, because he said he's been this these people came to see you a year ago. Yeah, they were yeah, the exactly. ones who asked. Yeah, it's been a yeah. year. He, yeah, he, he one has been in prison going, I'll get out soon anyway. I've got three paranormal act- paranormal investigators on the case. Yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be free <laughs> as a bird. One year passes for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> he, gets invited for, he gets invited for a meeting. He's like, Oh, finally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting he out. Says, finally, and then he gets shown all the pictures of the paranormal investigators. He never met Rosenstock, so doesn't know what he looks like, but they. He pushes the picture and goes, that's him. But his face is all weird. It's all burned. And then uh, nobody can see anything. So they're not looking from the right perspective. And a chair hits the screen at the end for one last jump scare. I feel like that's any good. other film would have shown us Rosenthal, wouldn't they? But the fact that this doesn't show him is yeah. really good. Because again, you again you lean in and you're kind of waiting for something to appear. And yeah, it's the chair that flies towards your camera. It's just straight in the face. Yeah. Oh, I growled nice, that. Yeah. Nice, ambiguous, spooky, everything's kind of fucked ending. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. No answers. And yeah, there we go then. That is terrified. Um, Shall we play a little bit of name game? Yes. I'm excited yeah. for this. Name Why game. don't we? Obviously, it's the best part of the show. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> so basically, we'll describe another film to you using the, um, well, it can be a it could be a round robin. I'll, I've got some as well. Um, we'll describe a film using the synopsis from Terrified, but slightly alter it, and the answer will be just a play on words, just a film that sounds a little bit like Terrified. All become is it clear. Terrifier? No, don't worry, they don't have to be real films. <laughs> is it two two hours and fifty five minutes of Terrifier two? No. <laughs> um, 
do you want to go for, do you want to go first andy yeah like go on then ben let's, i always worry the, that we're gonna have like similar ones so the, the what's synopsis the synopsis is, when strange events occur in a neighborhood in buenos aires um we'll just say free power free investigators and a police officer investigate further i've said investigate too much okay when paranormal events strike uh a quiet suburb in buenos aires three paranormal investigators go to investigate only to find out that the entire event has been caused by ginger spice doing a big full english breakfast jerry fried jerry fried correct Oh, Whoa. god damn! Whoa. Jerry I understand fried. now. Jerry That's fried an so egg. I, yeah. I say no. Yeah, I scrambled it. <laughs> yeah, okay. I went for English breakfast, knew it, knowing that that would have somehow come up as an aside this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one. When strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires, um, three paranormal folks. And a police officer investigate how they can get a blue tick on their social media platforms. Verified. 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 Correct. Oh my god! Do I have to come up with one? No, but you can. You're allowed. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, What's? Can you say the start for me? Because I forgot on the 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 intro already. (laughs) Right. Uh, So, in after a number of strange events in a suburb in Buenos Aires. Three paranormal investigators arrive on the scene to find dot dot dot. Find um <laughs> to find Santa Claus choosing a cut of turkey meat. Oh. <laughs> this is really hot. This is this is I've made this up on the spot. I'm having a go. Yeah, this is good. Santa Claus. So it's Santa Claus. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Huh? Mary. Mary. And then a cut of bird meat. Mary thigh. Yeah. (laughs) Mary Mary. thigh. Mary thigh. That's a Mary thigh, that is. Um, Okay. (laughs) So, I like it. After a series of unusual events in a suburb of Buenos Aires, three paranormal investigators arrive on the scene only to find that a former Chelsea and England football player has been incredibly dishonest about his extramarital affairs. Terry Lied. lied. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I was going for Terry Lied. Terry oh. Lied. Terry, but Thierry's good. I hate to be the one to break it to the British and international public, but quite a number of footballers are often quite... <laughs> quite nimble. a number. Yeah. Is someone saying that again properly, Andy? I reckon so. A number of footballers have been unfaithful in their marriages. I'm sorry to let My favorite part of John Terry um copping off with Wayne Bridge's wife <laughs> is the fact that they ended up sat on the England bench together, like like next to each other, like, oh, bloody hell, this is awkward. It's awkward for me as well, you know? <sighs> okay. okay, we got one more. We got um, one more, Ben. When strange events occur in a neighbourhood in Buenos Aires, three paranormal people turn up um, <laughs> to investigate 
and they just get an American talk show host giving his final thought. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry I... what though? Just Jerryfied. Oh, uh... Jerryfied. I've not gone too crazy with that. Right. Have you got any more, Ash? Otherwise, I've got one more in the tank. Uh, maybe I could do one. Um, God. So when something happens in Buenos Aires and the three paranormal people go, what's up? The, they <laughs> investigate the woman from Orange is the New Black that constantly has a strange expression. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know if the actors oh, no. are in that program. Okay, then they go and investigate <laughs> um, someone with a very intimidating upper face. Upper face? Yeah. A te- An upper a- face. Forehead brow. <laughs> no. Forehead. Uh, no, 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 no. Um... <laughs> I'm really bad at this. <laughs> 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 so they investigate someone who has a terrifying pair of ocular organs. Ah, uh, scary eyes. Yeah, uh, there we go. There we go. Right. A terrifying pair. Your ocular organs are terrifying. <laughs> I've got, I've got a um I've got got one more for you. When a series of Paranormal incidents happen at a popular high street frozen frozen food supermarket. A number of paranormal investigators go along and they warn, <coughs> excuse me, and they warn a former member of Atomic Kitten to conceal herself from the authorities that are on the way. Kerry the Hyde. Shots. Kerry Hyde. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, I got oh. one more. It's the last one. It's the last one. You're choking <laughs> up, choke, choking up halfway through that one, Andy. Oh. You're getting emotional. Yeah. Okay, when strange events got occur in a neighborhood, sorry, <laughs> got a little problem. When strange events occur in a neighborhood of Buenos Aires, paranormal people say, "What's up?" Borrowing that from you, Ash, uh, and they investigate a fruit-based pastry product. Pie. Fruit-based. Cherry, Cherry pie. pied. <laughs> Cherry pied. Correct. Good work, everybody. That was nice. Fantastic work from all involved. 10 out of 10. Well, well done, everyone. Right. I enjoyed that game. Going to steal it for, for my podcast now. <laughs> Do it. Yes. That's right. We've not got a copyright on it. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> now... Legally not licensable, I don't think. You go for it. <laughs> go for it. Maybe give it a better name than the name game. No, I like it. I'll yeah, give a little reference, game. be like a horror hangout. What's up, y'all? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm American uh, on this one, apparently. <laughs> no, you got to uh, play to the world audience. We understand. Yeah. <laughs> so now we've got to rate the movie from A to F. Classic uh, school rankings. Classic Is school it like rankings. ass to fantastic or? No. I'm just being silly. Way. I was being awesome. silly. Fan- Don't fantastic. Awful. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, um, A to F. You can have minuses and pluses in there. Ash, would you like to go first? Um, mm, I really like Terrified, and I think it's improved on my second watch. So, oh, I'll see if I have my letterbox open then. I'll see what I gave it the first time and compare if I got it. Hmm. Uh, just searching. Kerry Hyde. Kerry Hyde. That's what you would tell her. British tapas. Is she still knocking uh, about on the 
old Iceland adverts? It's uh, Stacey Sullivan now these days, isn't it? No, I, I did write it. I, I did not write it. I think I would have given it a 3.5 back in the day. So what would that be like? A B plus? Um, yeah. that, that feels generous. I don't know. Maybe well, it'd be in the B area. I think I'd give it a minus. A B minus. An A minus. An A minus. Very yeah, fancy. Is, that's high. That's high. But I do yeah. really rate it. And I think it does things cleverly. Um, I, I'm always very generous with my scoring. I know I am. But that's OK. Yeah, I'm allowed to be. So. No one's going to no one's gonna come at you for that here. You can like whatever you like. And also, the other secret is you're never going to run out. You can give every film A plus if you wanted. I can. Well, no, A minus. It's not A plus. I'd yeah. give it A. I'd give you it could. A plus. <laughs> I'd give it A plus, but I think I'd like a little bit of a tighter story and a couple of slightly less goofy bits, and then it would be A plus. But I I enjoy them as is. I think it's perfect as is. But that mm. for it to get super high, like it'd have to change slightly. But that would also adjust the tone of the film. So I don't know. But yeah, I think A minus for me. Uh, honestly, I think I'm going to join you on A minus because initially I had A minus kind of noted down. And that would be quite high for me. I can't remember the last film I'd given an A, let alone a um, first-time watch. Mm. But it just really affected me. Like, I genuinely was scared in in a, in a multitude of ways. Um, I thought it, it was really well-paced for, like, a nice sh- short film. And, yeah, I, it just it just resonated with me. It just got, it just got me in the places it was supposed to get me. Um, I know what you mean about the plot, but I think for this first watch... Where I kind of didn't know what was coming next, mm. I was I was locked in for yeah. the duration. Um, yeah, really well made, and for a film that could, you know, in terms of the jump scares, I used to get annoyed at jump scares. Where I'm like, oh come on, you should see fair. him actually gets ever so cross. Oh, he's like, oh, that's not fair. That's not. It's like on. someone doing DIY at five in the morning. That's the kind of reaction he has. Mm. <laughs> oh goodness, proper yeah. one banging hours on, banging on the wall. Yeah. And I got chills like at least three times. Uh, yeah, don't know, don't know if those chills are multiplying, but did the willies chills. keep on coming? That's the, the that's the <laughs> the willies kept on coming. I was like, no, yeah. no, I can't, no more willies. But <laughs> they just kept coming. Uh, so for that, yeah, I think an A minus. Um, yesterday after watching it, I was a bit like, oh my god, that was like a, a new favorite of mine. Mm, uh, yeah. But after discussing it a bit today, I think it's it's definitely definitely up there. So yeah, A minus. What are you saying, Andy? You know what, might round this out. And I'm happy to say, Ben, it's one of those classic situations where I was probably coming into this on a B plus. Spend a couple of hours talking about it with some people, get a little bit more of an appreciation, a few things that you've missed, little little lines that you hadn't drawn on your own. Come away liking it even more. So an A minus from me as well. Nothing else to add, really. It's really well made. I'm looking forward to watching this again. I don't watch that much a second time because yeah. life's real busy, you know? But I think this is going to be one. Sorry, Andy. I think it's going to be one that I'm going to recommend to other people as well because sometimes when people know that you've got a horror movie podcast, they go, "Well, what's the best horror film to watch now? What's going to scare me the most?" And I go, "Oh, I'm not sure." And they go, "Oh, you call yourself the expert?" It's like, "No, I don't." However, once they come at you, they say, "Well, fine, your mom. Your mom's the worst scary thing." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um. So yeah, I think this is going to be one of those I'm going to recommend. Yeah. There we go. What's your guys' favorite horror films? Just because I want Ooh. to ask a question. Oh, go on. 
what or what what's in your top three that you would recommend if you say in a Terados is one that you'd be like right this is up there it's a favorite I'd recommend it what are the other ones that you'd put up on that pedestal see it's a good question because it's, Depends on the it's mood. a big question it's different I think if it's I was picking between... one movie um I'll give you some thinking time then I'll buy you some time um okay. I would say big classic hard to beat the thing for me absolutely okay. yeah, absolute fair. favorite love the thing and then I love a slasher, even though it's objectively bad. I really do like Sleepaway Camp. Probably one of the best first watches you can have for things that are just genuinely surprising. And then, oh, a little bit of British movie love, 28 Days Later, maybe. Uh, That's mine, Andy. I'll I'll give you a bit of thinking time, but I'll also take your answer. Yeah, we get it, Yeah, I'd say the same, Ben. We... We spend hours together every week talking about horror films. If our, if our tastes have aligned, we're all good. Yeah, yeah it probably think... means you're doing something right if you're both agreeing. Hmm. I think it's di- between like favourites and like ones you'd recommend. I think it's, it's slightly different, isn't it? Because it's like, mm-hmm. okay, this is my favourite because of this very specific reason. But I think for me, 20 Days Later, because it just feels like the most gritty, realistic UK set horrific it just feels real doesn't it it's just like oh my god this i wake up and this could happen tomorrow and that really affects me and because of like zombies or zombie adjacent stuff wreck for me as well is one that has always always got me that final scene is uh, again like gave me chills like in Mm. in, you know in a similar way to this film did um so yeah i'd say those would i mean i wouldn't even say that like the thing and exorcist and all the classics like that are my favorites but something about zombies and just like a slightly different zombie like a horrible rage zombie that spews up blood in your face yeah. uh that's probably it oh, and i think we will be remiss especially with another one coming out evil dead original and remake both mm. absolute all-timers oh, yeah remake as well the fairly yeah. well Ash? Oh, I yeah, I've only watched it once because it was so intense. Descent is my my go-to favourite. Um, I love The Descent and would rate that as like my top big recommend when people ask me for a horror film. Most people, you know, who like horror have seen it, so it's not like a big special one, but I love it. Um, when I was on like my deep cut era, I like or, or ones that I liked that were a little bit less known, it was Lake Mungo, which isn't super unknown, but is one that gets mm. overlooked like in mainstream i think um and absentia for mike flanagan's like first outing mm. i loved absentia but like for me personally it would have to be some fine footage revelation wreck would be really up there for me um mm. as would or oh, incantation recently and then in general as yeah incantation is so good um and then I'm just saying loads of films. I'm having a great time. <laughs> and then also uh, monster, like nonsense, like the ri- the the ritual. Okay. Um, yeah, the you know, the one great, in the Wall yeah. of the Woods. Yeah. The ritual would be up there. Creatures, and uh, Underwater as well. I loved Underwater. Nobody I liked watched underwater. it. It was so good. Yes, the ending. Kristen Stewart oh. of a crew cut. Pardon? Uh, Kristen Stewart of a crew cut. Oh, yeah, she looked good. She looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. yes, she did. But yeah, no, I think all, underwater all, all it pairs really well with Dredge as a game as well. Just to put that in there from earlier, I think those two. Mm-hmm. I think I've been thinking about that so much because of Dredge. So yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to pick up Dredge. Is it console release or is it PC? 
I think it's on most things. It's Team Seventeen, so it's uh, it's like a third party for PlayStation. So I know that it's it's. Uh, I only know the PlayStation releases. I'll be real, but it's out on the thirtieth of March, so next week. Cool. I will see what that's see what that's on. Great. As great I haven't choices. got to get a PC that can manage with games. Yeah. Got a PlayStation. Got an Xbox. I'll be fine. Hell yeah. And if you're listening, and any of those recommendations from any of us sound sound up your street, or you're like, oh yeah, I like that film, I want to rewatch it. We've covered like pretty much all of those on this show, so go back, find the episode, watch the film, then find the episode and listen to it. That's a good way of doing it. Nice little double feature like that. Okay, so there we go. That is that. Thanks so much for joining us, Ash. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, Thank you for having course. me. I've had such a nice time hanging out with horror. Yes. TM <laughs> <laughs> from Ash. <laughs> We're gonna have to do it. We have to see it. We need a new tagline. Um, where can our listeners keep up to speed with you, Ash, and and your goings on, horror horror Ooh. themed or not? Horror themed or not. So I work full time at PlayStation Access, so you can catch me there at YouTube dot com slash playstation access me personally you can catch me on twitter at ash millman on instagram at ash millman on twitch at ash millman on discord at some place that's in my links in my bio on one of those other ones um and i think that's everywhere that that i that i put stuff on there we go awesome we'll put all the links in the show notes as well um wonderful so thank you very much for listening hi This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everybody, if you enjoyed the show, become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash horror hangout. Thanks to our current patrons, including John Crinnan, Ben Scaife, Stephen Christopher, Laura Kendrick, Toby Miller, Lane Spencer, Ollie Child, Leslie Carlo, Julia Bilgren, Nick Spill, Troy Bursch, Rosalind Harnies, and Pazuzu. Thanks to Taj <gasps> Easton for our theme music. Yeah, thanks, Pazuzu. Um, thanks to ACAST for hosting the show. Please consider giving us a rating or review. Head over to the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors for more. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Can you believe it? 
next week, we'll be starting the April lineup of movies, which we've not quite a hundred percent decided on. But if you look at if you follow our socials, we will share the episode lineup um, on or around the first of April. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, thanks again, Ash. Thank you. And thanks, Andy, for being a right horror dude. Thank you, Ben, and everyone for being right horror dudes. Gender neutral, of course, wherever you are. Bye for now, everybody. Check under your beds, get divans, wax (laughs) and Mr. Muscle under there to be sure. Stay safe, everyone. See you next week. Clean your egg pans. Don't eat the forbidden egg. Ah! (laughs) See ya. Bye.